Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your butthole. The Weekly Planet. The Weekly Planet. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Weekly Planet official podcast of comicbookmovie.com. My name is James, editor at comicbookmovie.com. You might know me as Mr. Sunday. With me, as always, my co-host, Nick Wikipedia Bro Mason. Not not my name at all. I it was my name. I accidentally called you that on Twitter. I know, right? <laughs> it caused an uproar. Nobody noticed. <laughs> One person noticed. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> What's up? Disaster. Nothing. Disaster. Just hanging out. Yeah, yeah. Ready to fire it up to do another podcast. You know About it. whatever the topic is this week. <laughs> Just winging it, as always. Just winging it. That's yep. all right. Well, we'll get to that, Mason. But okay. we've got roughly the news. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be good. Well, I might be all right. You've said that now we have to buy roughlythenews.com. <laughs> like, whatever it costs, we're going to have to buy that. So, like, you know, like in a t- like a sitcom or whatever, or like a, you know, like a Saturday Night Live kind of show, if they yeah. mention a website, they have, they have to go out and buy that website. Oh, really? Just in case... Somebody... It's filth, you know, it's whatever. Ah. Some whatever. That's what happened to Smodcast. Oh, okay. He mentioned it and somebody got it and then he had to buy it off that person. Had to pay out the nose for yeah, it. So yeah. there you go. That's it. All right. Podcast over then. <laughs> <laughs> go buy roughlythenews.com. All right, let's, let's, let's hear this news. Well, there's lots of Marvel news this week, Mason. We've got some, uh, but we'll start with some kind of DC Warner Brothers news. Just okay. to, just to, just to kick it off. Uh huh. Cause this is not going to be a very DC focused podcast. Uh oh. I'm sorry. People are going to be grumpy. Yeah, that's right. It is. Really? No. I don't think anybody's ever accused us of actually Going either way on DC or Marvel. Should we pick a side? Yes. Ah, uh, Marvel. I'm going to go independent. Ah, oh, you've ruined the whole <laughs> dynamic. Fine, I don't care anymore. Go ahead. Uh, independent. <laughs> you and you. You're going to go with comics with an X? That's it. Ugh, gross. Uh, Fox. Yes. The company. Rupert Murdoch's Fox. Not the Fox. No, not, not the animal. Okay. 83-year-old Rupert Murdoch. That dude is going to live forever. Didn't I hope not. <laughs> Wait, is comic book movie, is that a, some sort of affiliate of, of Fox? I don't think so. Okay, not well, to my knowledge. Then I hope he dies soon. <laughs> well, his mother only died recently. Like, only in the past few years. And he killed her, so, <laughs> allegedly. That's it. So, Fox placed an unsuccessful $85 billion bid to buy Time Warner. Okay. Which yeah. includes Warner Brothers, CNN, HBO, and DC Comics. Right. They said they had a kind of a, a lot of trouble, kind of, or a lot of difficulty turning down $85 billion. Uh, which sure. you would, I yeah. guess. But um, if he wants this, he's going to come at this again, I'd imagine. Right. But people are saying, well, if this happens, that means 
DC and uh, the X-Men properties and that are in the same universe. So maybe we'll get a DC X-Men <laughs> crossover. Huzzah! Yeah. That's, okay. I mean, it's... It's, it's certainly possible, it's yeah. It's possible if this goes through. Yeah. Do you need to see that? Ah. Uh... They don't really have the same skill set. The they don't X-Men have the same and... skill set. They don't. Have, the films don't have the same vibe at all. Yeah, I don't. Th- I can't see that working. Yeah, ever. yeah. And also, Rupert Murdoch would not do that because he wouldn't get any merchandising money oh, from anything okay. X Men, right? Yeah, yeah. Good so point. So why would he bother? Yeah, good point. In fact, he might destroy the somehow find a way to destroy the X Men <laughs> just on just out of spite. Sure, it seems like something you'd do. Yeah, but you're forgetting about all the sweet Batman. And Wolverine fan fiction, and Absolutely. probably actual comic crossovers. How about X Men Simpsons? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, yep. Who would Bart be? All I don't the because you know, you'd have all just the excitement and amazement of X Men Origins Wolverine combined with the later seasons of The Simpsons that no one likes. Yeah. Right. It. Just smoosh those when together. When was the last time you watched an episode of The Simpsons? Like a I'm, new one. At least five years. Yeah. Probably. Me too. If not more. At, yeah. Probably more. Yeah. Well, there you go. Okay, quickly. What was the what's the low what's what's the high point of the Simpsons? It must be like season eight or nine. I reckon. Yeah, maybe ten. Yeah, ten is the and then it's all downhill from there, right? And now it's like season twenty. Yeah, I don't don't know. I couldn't tell you. Love it. I actually I saw the movie. It was alright. Yeah, that was fine. Yeah, got some of the old writers back and and whatever. Anyway, Mason, villain was going to be Hank Scorpio, then it wasn't. Why wouldn't they do that? I know exactly. They use the same voice and everything. They use the same voice. Yeah, ridiculous. Anyway, whatever's. Yeah, lots of Marvel news this week, Mason, which is good for you because you are you love Marvel Uh, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the first thing I guess we'll let's let's go to. It just kept happening this week for Marvel. It's just one thing after the other. Mm. Um, the first first official look at the Avengers: Age of Ultron via an Entertainment Weekly. Cover, I believe it is. I get all the exclusives. Yeah, like a magazine. Yeah, like a magazine. Yeah, yeah. So we got our, I've got it open here. You got your first look at Ultron. And, and a, it's got Iron Man and Captain America just sort of palling around with Ultron. He's just hanging out in the back. <laughs> Either that or they're very, very inattentive. Yeah, that's it. Just, <laughs> he snuck right yeah, up. Right up, right behind him, yeah. What I find really interesting about that is... Um, I, I, find, I guess uh, maybe Age of Ultron will be a pantomime. Okay. And the audience gets gets to go, he's behind you. And Iron Man like, Captain like, what? Where is, what do you mean? He's behind. Anyway. Big in London. They love yeah, it in London. Yeah, they love a panto. They London. do. Mm. I was going to say, I think it goes to show that the star power now of Chris Evans in particular, that he's come to the forefront of this. And he's maskless. And he's maskless. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, three or four years ago, he was popular, but after Winter Three or four Soldier, years ago, he had to wear a bag on his head in he public. D- he did. Brutal. But yeah. hey. That's Hollywood. Yeah. Um, yeah, what do you think of the Ultron look, though? Great. That's yeah. solid. I mean, we can't see it moving, obviously, yeah. but yeah. it looks pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's all performance capture or whatever, whatever you want to call it. Voice of James Spader, so that's good. And you've got the Ultron bots in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, yeah. it's all like, a you know, he's a Tony Stark creation, and he has, like, all the, the snark of Tony Stark. That T- Tony Snark. <laughs> Tony Snark, but none of his, like, like compassion, which oh, he see, has yeah. very little of anyway. Right, but, exactly. So... That's basically where this is This is all going to stem from. But that looks great. And next week when we do our Comic-Con slash Hercules episode, Mason. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what a combo. Look, on the one hand, we don't actually get to go to San Diego Comic-Con. But on the other hand, we do have to force ourselves through a Hercules film. Yes. But it's got The Rock in it. So. A Brett Ratner Hercules film. Is it really? Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so also in some other photos, you see uh, Rhodey, he's going to be making an appearance. Yeah, cool. So I think we're also, I think it's rumored as well that like Falcon's going to be there and a few other kind of 
not B-less characters, but, you know, like, sidekicky. That, that's also insulting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, some... Some of the black guys. Some of the black guys. Okay, yeah, I didn't even think of it like that. Man, Mason, you made me seem real racist right I sure now. did. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's good. But we see, do we see Rhodey and Civvy? So we don't know if yeah. he's going to be War Machine or if he's going to be Iron yeah, Patriot. Yeah, because Tony Stark's got his... He's made the Avengers Tower, and they all just kind of hang out there yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So Because he is currently Iron Patriot in the comics. Oh, is he? Okay. So I would... Say mate, unless they revert him back. Who knows? Who knows? I think War Machine. A lot of people didn't like. I think contra- like in terms yeah. of contrast, I think War Machine looks a lot better. Yeah, but, I agree. Yeah, here we are. But hey, yeah. Um, now Noah Old Birding also wrote Birding. Yeah, that's it. Um, he says that Hawkeye noticeably has still got the the girl costume. Correct. Because you made the comment that of all the Avengers, including Scarlett Johansson, he has the the girliest costume. Well, that's like. <laughs> I'm not saying it's girly, but I'm saying traditionally, okay. like, you know, one of these characters, like all the other characters, like, you know, any, any kind of team film, like all the guys wearing appropriate armor for the battle they're about to enter, whatever it is, like a superhero movie or some sort of war movie or yeah. like fantasy or whatever. Steel. But, yeah. Appropriate but these, armor. Thank you. But the, the female character's always wearing like more skimpy clothing that doesn't make yeah. sense just because she's the girl. And in the Like Avengers... a chainmail bikini. Yeah, exactly. Or yeah. yeah. But in the Avengers movies, it's the one, the one with the sleeveless outfit is, um, is Hawkeye. Yeah. But again, in another still, he's wearing a delightful little coat. He is. <laughs> a delightful, delightful little winter coat with little sleeves. So I guess even with Thor, even if he goes sleeveless, he's still got that cape. So, you know, Does he's, still, the cape. he's still more covered. I think he's got slightly more sleeve if I had to make that decision. Uh huh, yeah. I mean, Probably, hey. I think, yeah. But sure. also, you can, you can, you know, how you can put his hammer up in the air yeah. and generate the sleeves? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's so, it. Yeah. Like you can. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I use a croquet mallet, but whatever. <laughs> also, uh, they've come out and said they've expanded their film roster for phase three. Mm-hmm. So now we've got films confirmed for coming for July, November 2017, July, November 2018, and May 3rd, 2019. So there you go with that. And in some of those years, we're actually getting three. Um, Marvel movies or one in particular can't remember which one but also we are getting three Marvel movies this year with if you count Big Hero 6 which we'll right. talk about in a minute mm-hmm. the animated one so they're all they're, it's all ready to go Mason it's lining up it's, all the pieces are falling into place and Kevin Feige has again confirmed that he's not going to move Captain America 3 from the Batman v Superman date so that's power moves that's happening yeah yeah I can't wait mm. you know, yeah I think we've, we've talked about this yeah, before yeah. but I think we've never seen Batman v Superman but we've seen Captain America so yeah. I think just on novelty, people are going to see Batman Superman first. They'll have to do like a big Captain America story arc like Civil War or Death of Captain America right? to get the peeps in. Or Captain America turns into a werewolf. Yes. <laughs> Our favourite. That's, yeah. <laughs> now, also, Mason, big controversy in the Marvel Universe. Not really, but the internet has oh, imploded in on itself. Let's talk about that. Yeah, well, let's, can we talk about it? Because the... They've released the uh, new roster for the Avengers yeah. as part of sort of Marvel Now, mm. and it's a new new lineup. This is November, I think. Mm-hmm. We'll be seeing the new lineup, and Entertainment Weekly once again they've scooped us again, <laughs> those sons of bitches, and they've released a picture of the new lineup. So it's very, it seems very. They've they've seen what's worked on screen on the mm-hmm. big screen, and they've put those characters in. Yeah. Right, so we've got we've got Iron Man, and he's looking very sort of iOS seven. He like is he's a little bit, and I think in November we're going to get Superior Iron Man. Yes. So yeah. in the Superior Spider Man, Spider Man, uh, his uh, Doctor Octopus transferred his mind into Spider Man, and then mm. sort of had to f- fight against. You know, it was a, it was a, his his heroic and his villainous natures had to sort of you know sort of battle it out and he mentally fought peter parker he did do that yes but I, I i i assume that's not going to be the case here but i think it might be 
you know, he, he might sort of revert more to the sort of bad guy he was in Civil War. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or maybe he it's revealed that all his products are built in China in sweatshops. <laughs> sure. <laughs> one of those two things. It's all, it's all, almost certainly one of those. Okay, yeah. so we've got um, Scarlet Witch, who's yep. going to be in the event, he's going to be in Age of Ultron. Of we've got pictures of those. Doctor Strange, who's going to be in a film soonish. Yeah, he'll be Ant Man, going to be in a film soonish. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deathlock, who's in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's see. We have the Winter Soldier. We have Medusa, the Inhumans. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that means they might be introducing the Inhumans. Maybe. Because yeah. on one side we've got... I haven't really looked at this. We've got Medusa on the left, who's sort of from the Inhuman royal family, who live on the moon. And have then they got Phallus the on side. the left and Party on the right? Yeah, absolutely. They do. <laughs> okay, and the good. party in this case is represented by, I think, Dante, who's one of the Chicago Inhumans. Okay. Not, not as royal. <laughs> sure. But still a cool dude, probably. Winter Soldier. We have Angela. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Formerly of Spawn. Yeah. So that was that was a big deal, wasn't it? That character coming over from... Um, yeah. Was it, was okay, it so, an Image Comics thing? Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Angela was originally... Um, okay, so... Todd McFarlane, who created Spawn, mm-hmm. hired a bunch of... He hired Alan Moore, Neil Gaiman, and somebody else who I can't remember to each write a story arc for Spawn. Mm-hmm. And Neil Gaiman created... wrote his story arc, and he created this character, Angela. He created Medieval Spawn, and he created Cogliostro, who was John Leguizamo in the film. Cogliostro? <laughs> Cogliostro. Is that his name? The clown. I didn't yeah. know that was his yeah, name. Yeah, that's his name. Okay. And basically, he apparently was told that he owned those characters because the image was all about creator-owned stuff. Yeah. If you create it a character, still that's is. yours. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but then McFarlane said, actually, no, you don't. Uh, I never agreed to that, blah, blah, blah. Mm. So there's been there's sort of this ongoing legal battle for this, this character. character that no one cares about. <laughs> Precisely, exactly. I mean, I don't think Neil Gaiman particularly cares about it either. There's, there's, there's a much longer backstory to this whole thing yeah. involving other characters and... Open up the Wikipedia, just read. No, I'm not, I, will, I will not. Okay, so... Uh, you don't have to tell it. We can do okay. it. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can. I don't care. It's up to you. All right, let's do it real quick. All right. Okay, so in the 1950s... That's right. That's how far back we can go. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know. There's a, there was a... We might have talked about this before. There was a, um, a, a British comic book character called Marvel Man. It yep. was basically a really cheap ripoff of Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically that character was around in the 50s. And then in the 80s, there was like this... 2000 AD style magazine called Warrior and they needed new uh, characters to put in this mm-hmm. so they decided let's get Marvel Man back we'll, we'll revamp him and Alan Moore took a shot at the character there's a story arc yeah. written by Alan Moore and there was a storyline created by Neil Gaiman mm. and then many years later like in the 90s 2000s Todd McFarlane bought the company that created all that so yeah. he owned it and Neil Gaiman wanted to write more Marvel Man stories but Todd McFarlane wouldn't let him, basically. So they're sort of arch nemeses <laughs> right. on two levels. <laughs> awesome. So basically what... Because Marvel Man, who later became Miracle Man, Marvel Comics would like to use Marvel Man. Okay. And so they essentially back Neil Gaiman in the lawsuit. Yeah. And now they're reprinting all the old Marvel Man stories and they're going to release some new ones at some point in the future. Right. So I guess in exchange, Neil Gaiman has sold them Angela. Go, okay, you gotcha. can cut all of that out if you want. <laughs> no, no, that, I didn't want to. I don't want. I, I, <laughs> I said, did I not sound like I wanted to hear that? You sounded very, very keen. Thank you. Anyway, so <laughs> to, that's actually not important at all, but it is interesting uh, that yeah, she appeared in Age of Ultron like right at the end. Like today, here we are. Okay, in the, right. The, yeah, comic yep, story. Yep. Uh, okay, so in, uh, we've also got uh, the Falcon as Captain America. Mm-hmm. 
what happened to Steve Rogers? Who knows? Oh, he's got um, he's the series. Oh, he's lost his superhero. Lost his serum, okay, yeah. right, right, right. So he's in, yeah, okay, great. Yes, <laughs> he's in a superhero time at home. That's <laughs> but most importantly, right in the center of this picture, we have a female Thor. Yeah, and the internet went crazy. <laughs> people lost their minds over this. Yeah, it's uh, people were super upset. Hang on, so I, I found a Huffington Post article about this sure and somebody you know you can probably predict how these are going to go Absolutely. but somebody here was like um you know I, I don't see it like so much as ruining your character maybe they'll you know you know maybe it'll be some good stories or whatever and then somebody has of course commented how many comic books do you own how many if it's less than a full long box then shut up <laughs> right <laughs> that's like the that's the that's the yardstick for if you're allowed to be a comic book. I don't have oh, a full to, long box. Of I don't. Comics. Mine are all just in bits mostly. Mine have been eaten by dogs. Mine are in ditches. Who knows? I don't know. But yeah, people are people get really upset about real this pissy stuff. about it. Real yeah. pissy, like like it's going to be a permanent thing anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're an actual, I don't want to say if you're an actual comic book fan. You know, if, if you've got a long box. Yeah, if you've got a long box, mate. If you know anything about comic books for the last twenty years, they just do stunts all the time. Yeah, and. This is like they got they replaced Superman, they replaced Batman, mm, other a, things. Thor was a frog at one Thor point. Thor was a frog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you know anything about Thor, if you're like, oh, they shouldn't ruin Thor, he's my favorite character. Well, if you know anything about Thor, they've replaced him in the past with a frog, <laughs> a horse-faced alien man, and worst of all, a man with a ponytail from the 1990s. <laughs> They've replaced it with those things, and nobody nobody cared then because it wasn't in a movie. But That's, now, yeah. now people are super upset. They've you know that Captain America was gone. People were like, "Well, you can't, you know, you can't have a story, a Captain America comic book without the actual Captain America." Mm. They did that for years. That's it, exactly. They just yeah. replaced Spider Man, Superior Spider Man. Yep. That was an amazing, you know, story arc. Yeah, it was yeah. Great. So. Everybody shut up. Who do you think it's going to be? Because they haven't revealed who it is. It's hard to say. I, I don't know. know. Maybe. Ever, it might be a new character. I think it's going to be a new character. Yeah. And I think an, another issue, which is probably legitimate, on the other side, there's people who are like, oh, it can't be a woman because women. But on the other side, there are people Good saying... Good point. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Good point, the internet. But on the other side, people are saying, you know, why can't they just get an original female character? Yeah. You know, that... The, just a new interesting character. I think that's probably what it'll be. Mm. I think probably because they they did that with you know Beta Ray Bill, who's the horse faced alien man who took over uh, from Thor for a while. He, the second worst behind the ponytail guy. Behind ponytail guy. <laughs> he got his own series. Yeah. The uh, Eric Masterson, who's the nineties Thor, he became Thunderstrike. Yeah. I think they will probably take. This. I'm gonna guess she is probably maybe a war veteran. Okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, people are upset because because I would say. You've had to guess, because the inscription on Thor's hammer says, whosoever holds this hammer, if he be worthy, shall yeah. possess the power of Thor. Yeah. Right? But it doesn't say that because women cannot use it. Well, that's it, yeah. It's, it, it, the inscription was put on there because Thor was cast down from Asgard to Earth by his father with the assumption that just he... Just pitched him right yeah, down to Earth. Yeah, just pitched him to Earth with the assumption that he would learn humility and he would learn to be a better person, and then he would find the hammer again and become Thor again. Mm. It's only he because they're assume, because Odin was assuming that Thor would find it again. Yeah. He's not saying women can't, whatever. It's just due to that magic, there's now a loophole. Mm. So if anybody's worthy enough, they can pick up the hammer. Yeah, yeah. I think Storm has lifted it before. Yeah, that's it. I think you yeah. mentioned this before. Uh, Steve Rogers has lifted it before. Yep. Spider-Man, future Spider-Man. Future can lift Spi it. Not regular Spider-Man? I don't think regular <laughs> Spider-Man can, no. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to say some sort of war veteran, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there you go. Um... But yeah, hey, everybody complaining about it. Shut up. We haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Look, I'm interested to see where it goes anyway. Yeah. I mean, and the thing is, well, Thor's the other Thor, the original Thor, whatever you want to call him. Uh -huh. He's not dead. 
Right. Like, there's been a picture released of him where he's got the destroyer arm because he got his arm damaged yeah, yeah. recently, and he's holding his old old weapon. It's called uh, what's it called? Yarnborn or something like that. Uh-huh. It's spelled J A R N B O R. Right. Is it also a hammer? No, it's like an axy kind of thing, and it can like slay gods or whatever. Right, right. But also, we know from some of the some recent comic runs that Thor's had interactions with his future self. Yeah, where his future self has the the metal arm and an eye patch, and he's holding the hammer. Right. So you know, even if even if you're so upset yeah. that you're just kicking your long boxes around That's your right. room, you know he's going to come back. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't understand this closed mindedness of whether it's a you know whether it's he's being replaced by a woman or a frog or whatever. That people can't go, oh, this is, looks like it could be an interesting development. Yeah. They've done great stories doing this sort of thing in the past. Mm. Why can't they do it now? Just give it a chance. Come on. Do you feel like they released this news first and then went, oh, Captain America's being replaced by, by a black, black guy? guy. To like kind of, do you think they Soften did it in that it. order? And I think it's different. Purpose? I think it's different bigots. Yeah, okay, yeah. different bigots. <laughs> I think I think the the people that are upset that, Captain America's Falcon now. Yeah. They're a different group. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's probably... The Venn diagram probably has some crossover. No doubt. Of sexist and racist. <laughs> sure. But, yeah. They often... Know. They're not at the same parties. Correct. Generally. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Mm. But look, you know, it's interesting though. It, it, it shows that this will probably link back into the movies where they've now opened it up from the perspective of there's a couple of people who can take on different mantles. So now mm. we know that Anthony Mackie's Falcon could become Captain America. Correct. Bucky could become Captain America. They could bring in a new female character to be to be Thor or Captain America. They could be Stiltman. Exactly. As I've long, as I've long to Someone imagine. actually sent some uh, Stiltman um, fanfic, to, which I've got to pass on to you. Erotic Pratt, fanfic? I hope so. I haven't read it, but um, I can't remember who sent that. But yeah, to, to show you that Stiltman has got some skills. Oh, all right. I'm so, looking forward yeah. to it. All right. That's it. Love it. So there you go, Mason. Mm. Thor's a woman and we're against it. We're, Is yeah. that the point of this? No. <laughs> Don't say that, because then people will edit out just that piece. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Exactly. The official statement for this was, it was actually released on The View. Okay. Which is a female-centric talk show, which we don't get here, or we do. I don't know. Who knows? Um, It aims to speak to to an audience that long ago was not the target for superhero comic books in America, women and girls. So, yeah, yeah, why not? Do that. Absolutely. It's it's fine. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I also said that this is not a temporary substitute. She is now the one and only Thor. So, well, yeah. for now. Yeah, exactly. Obviously so, yeah, not. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Good. They said that about every single other. Like, remember when Superman died, they're like, nope, he's not coming back. This for is two it. two issues. Yeah. <laughs> How long was he dead for? It was like two issues, wasn't it? That was a long time. It was ages. I don't think it was that long. I reckon it would have been. Because it's in that same Death of Superman book. You get that book and he comes back. And I same... reckon he would have. Because it, it at the time, there were four Superman books yeah. running con- like one a week. Okay. I reckon he would have been dead for like five months. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Maybe more, maybe less. Mm. Maybe I think I think this will probably go for at least a year. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And you know what? I hope like they did with Superior Spider Man, and often when they do these things like with Bucky, they just stick to it, just write it out. Mm. You know what I mean? Who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, unless you... it's an actual terrible. Unless it, look, oh, unless, unless it's, it's an terrible, actual terrible sure. storyline, yeah, yeah. notwithstanding that it's a woman or a man or whatever, yeah, yeah. Or a frog or a horse-based alien man <laughs> or a crucial dude from the nineties, but. Uh, if it's a terrible storyline, yeah, cut it out. Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. I don't want to be any part of it. If it's terrible, but if it's a good story, it'd be great. And you know what? It's good from the perspective it just culls. If people are like, I refuse to read it ever again. Good, good. Like, that's good. Do something else with your time. <laughs> All right. I mean, don't talk about it on the internet. Certainly, no. Mm. Uh, Kevin Feige, Mason. It yes. was also asked this week whether the Guardians of the Galaxy, which is getting great write-ups by the way, yeah, yeah, the first wave of reviews have come in. If there's a chance that they could team up with the Avengers, and his response was like. Yeah, yeah, maybe. 
So, <laughs> almost certainly, right? So yeah, I, I, why wouldn't you? I mean, because there was the, was quite a recent storyline where Iron, uh, Iron Man went into space to yeah. find himself or whatever, and he teamed up with the Guardians for a while. So did he find himself? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but now he's a bad guy. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> we don't read comics. Yeah, so yeah, I think that would be cool. Some some of the reviews are like, "Move over, the Avengers." There's a new team in town. Yeah, right. I reckon that that's, there's definitely going to be a crossover. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. sure. See if um, Peter Quill and Tony Stark could like outsnark each other. <laughs> Absolutely, like, yeah. Just like a real snark off. Um, the Big Hero Six trailer. Yes. Uh, Disney's animated uh, property. You I've were, seen it. Yeah, you've seen it. Yeah. What did you say? Interesting property to to adapt. Like, yeah, it's, you it's not something you'd think that they, they'd go for. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people would not pick it as a Marvel movie at all. No, absolutely not. Mm, mm. Yeah, they've sort of whitewashed it a little bit. <laughs> Sure. All the characters, yeah. all the characters in the original were Japanese. Yeah, there's a couple of characters missing. They obviously can't use Silver Samurai because he's uh, he's too uh, silver. He's too silver. You can't you can't computer too animate silver. Silver, silver screen. Yeah, uh, because he's owned by whoever owns Wolverine Fox. Sorry, yeah, um, what's his name? The old guy, Murdoch. Yeah, Murdoch. <laughs> uh, they can't use Sunfire either. I yeah. guess for the same reason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, looks looks fun. Yeah, hmm. I like that that robot that he's got or whatever. Baymax, sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, look, I don't really, I don't know anything about them. The most I know about this, I've probably seen these characters is from the trailer. So, uh-huh. I'm looking forward to learning more about it. And mm. if this does well, which it probably will, it's the same people who did like Wreck-It Ralph and yeah, yeah, yeah. other things and whatever, this will probably lead to some other kind of left-of-center kind of properties. Yeah, yeah, that, they, that, that we, stuff. yeah that we wouldn't necessarily see in the live action. Yeah, yeah, I would like to see maybe uh, Runaways. Oh, yeah. Uh, animated, but that would work, I would think. Sure. Yeah, totally. So, we've got T.J. Miller in there. Okay, yeah, exactly, yeah. And there's, also, there's a scene where he's speeding away in a car and he's all wisecracking, yep. just like Transformers 4. Just like TJ Miller in real life, always <laughs> wisecracking out the back of a speeding car. Great. That's it. So look forward to that, Mason, I think in November when it comes out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Universal, moving away from comic book news, Mason. Uh-huh. Sort of. Universal are unifying its monsters, the same way that Marvel uh-huh. is unifying it, its characters. So all, like... Van Helsing, Dracula, the Wolfman, Frankenstein, probably. I don't think they I'm just I'm gonna give you a continuous thumbs up. Sure. All these sound great. They're all gotta exist in this one kind of ongoing universe. Does that include the Michael Fassbender Frankenstein? Is oh, yeah. that the one we're talking about? Is that the one that's coming out soonish? Yeah. Or is or is there one? I is, Frankenstein? No, no, that you're thinking of Aaron Eggheart. Oh, it is too, right. Yeah, okay, yeah. No, well, there well. is another one coming out, I think, called Igor, and, it ha- and Daniel Radcliffe is Igor. Huh. Or something. Okay. I don't know, I might be wrong. But have you seen the trailer for Dracula Untold with Luke Evans? No. It looks really awesome. Yeah. You know, a lot of these things are like, this is the Dracula you've never seen before. <laughs> yeah. Like, ugh, boring, shut up. Like Dracula 2000. Right, right, right. And when whatever. This actually looks really, really good. Huh. Do you want to pause the trailer, the thing that we're doing now, and look at it? Nah. All right. <laughs> I'll let's assume. Take my word for it. Great. It's okay. Cool. So there you go. That's the news for this. Oh, one. I got one oh. more piece of news actually. Sure. Because I just I saw it just uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, there is going to be a. Thor's a woman. Sorry. <laughs> um, the Dynamite Comics who do a lot of like, uh, like movie kind of comic booky adapty thingies. Sure. That's a technical term. <laughs> okay. Uh, they're going to do a Django Zorro crossover. Oh, that's awesome. It's been co-plotted okay. by Quentin Tarantino. Did you say like, co-directed? Co-plotted. Okay. By Quentin Tarantino. Gotcha. How much involvement that actually means, who knows. Uh, but it uh, that's exciting, right? Did you enjoy Django Unchained? Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. I've yeah. only seen it once. I've got to see it again. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. Good performances. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Good good combat, whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's good. And it's going to be uh, it's Quentin Tarantino and Matt Wagner who created uh, the character Grendel, among other things. What's Grendel about? Uh, he's like a sophisticated assassin. Oh. Yeah. Imagine like... 
uh, like black costume Spider-Man mm-hmm. wearing a tuxedo killing a lot of people. It's fun. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Also, unrelated, uh, somewhat related to that, Matt Wagner is also doing with Dynamite Entertainment a Grendel, uh, the Shadow Shadow crossover. Do you reckon they're going to push the Shadow back into cinemas? No, they wouldn't dare. <laughs> they would not dare. That's but long I'm, enough, though, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How 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 would they do it though? Just, like just be like just the same as last time. Yeah, why not? Yeah, Get so. one of the bald ones. Doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that in its entirety. I think I it's not. C, I think it's CGI not bad. Knife. Yeah, and he has weird yeah. prosthetics. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. It's kind of fun. Sure, it's a fun, fun little film. Better than Dick Tracy. Yes. All right. Mm. All right. There you go. <laughs> Well, Mason, that's the news for this week. Yep, com. Absolutely. Uh, I hope we've registered that website before somebody else does. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just want to quick do a quick shout out, quick thank you to some people who donated uh, for our X Men First Class. Commentary. Absolutely. Uh, Colin Lagan, $10. Nathan Freeman, $20. Also wants a shout out. Shout out. Yep. $20. That was a shout out. $20. I want a hair trigger now. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Shout out! There you go. That was a double. Yeah. Um, and Eddie also is written in, he's donated a lot of money. I know, really right? appreciate yeah. it. Um, he made a very uh, generous donation as well. So thank you, Eddie. Um, what a bloody champ. What a bloody champ. What a bunch of bloody champs. I know. Am I right? So yeah, if you want to uh, check any of those out, theweeklyplanet.com. And quite frankly, that first class commentary is not our finest hour. <laughs> if I can be honest with you. It's all right. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, yeah, listen, uh, thanks for everyone, everyone who yeah. listened to it. I, Keeps showing the air. Yeah, absolutely. Which is the point, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, hopefully we'll do another one soon. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Who knows, Mason? Yeah. So, yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Well, Mason. Yes. Now though, we're we're ready to go with the main topic for this week: women and comics. Yep. Yay or nay? <laughs> women reading comics. Yay or nay? Also. Mm. Mm. No. So many uh, thumbs down. No kidding. <laughs> uh, we're talking Ninja Turtles. Absolutely. Because uh, it's going to be out in a few weeks, the new version. We're actually not going to be able to see it till September because it's not out here till like September 11. Ugh. Ominous. Very. But, <laughs> so, so, so we won't be able to do an actual episode on it. And I think by the time it rolls around, people will be like, who cares what these guys think? Yeah, exactly. It's been months. Or a month or Because it looks like a kind of film where you'd watch it and be go, that's pretty fun, and then you'd never think about it again. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe it'll blow all of our minds. Nope. Nope. No. Okay. I'm safe in that assumption. Occasionally somebody will talk to me and they'll be like, uh, you know, um, you, you, got, you don't watch a lot of movies, do I? I'm like, no, I don't watch a lot of movies. I'll tell you why. Because my radar has been fine-tuned to the point. Were where... we talking about this that this week? Will we? Yeah. Do you want to? No, were we talking about it? Just me and you yeah, in probably. our private life. Yeah, yeah, in our yeah, private yeah, okay, actual sorry, lives. Well, my, my, I think our radars are tuned to the point yeah. where I can look at a trailer and be like, it's not going to be a good film. Yeah. I'm happy to pass judgment on that as not a good film, having not seen it. I'm fine with that. Like, there are people out there, and their job is they make trailers. That's it. Like, yeah. they're, they're part of the marketing team. They don't do anything else other than make trailers. Would you say they're part of the problem? Yes. Okay. But if if you can take a two-hour film and cut it down to a two-minute trailer, and you can still fail to make that movie look good, it's not a good film. <laughs> if you can't find two minutes of, like interesting exciting usable footage, usable footage yeah to make to trick people into making to making that film look good there isn't two minutes of good footage in that film so it's gonna be bad that's a fair point yeah 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 what about teaser trailers you um you know like a 30 second kind of or a minute thing where it just piques your interest you're okay with those some of those are like they're hard to they're harder to read they're harder to read yeah, yeah. and some of those contain footage and voiceovers and whatever they're in the movie at all yeah yeah and then sometimes they're they're done before Anything else is shot. Very early days. So, yeah. Well, the Age of Ultron one was done well before they started filming. But the, and that had, I that mean, had, that was nothing. That had yeah. a voiceover and some stills, right? From like, I think it was voiceover from like other from the previous movies and yeah, and yeah, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, so it's safe to assume, Mason, we're both looking forward to Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yep. Right? No. <laughs> oh, look, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to benefit of the doubt it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. yeah, of course. Well, we have to, Mason, Ugh. legally. Yep. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, this week we're talking about Ninja Turtles. We're talking about the old Ninja Turtles. All the old Ninja Turtles. You better believe we are, Mason. I thought we'd start, maybe, mm-hmm. um, by you giving us a sweet breakdown that I asked you to do like 20 minutes before the show. Or whatever. <laughs> right. like, tell me about how it all started, Mason. Use that improv magic of yours, you said, <laughs> and say some things you sort of remember from the 90s. Well, here we go. Once upon a time... Uh, well, the, the Ninja Turtles started as sort of a black and white indie comic, your favourite kind of comic. You know you it. You son of a bitch. <laughs> By uh, uh, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. Yeah. Well, it was sort of still intimately involved with Ninja Turtles. Like, yeah. So, like, one will quit. One will be like, I'm done with this. And you don't see them for a couple of years and they're back in and then everyone's like, I'm done with this. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> but they they started uh, in a sort of a black and white comic that was sort of a... so It was sort of a side call to Daredevil mm. because in, this, you know, in the origin of Daredevil, he's a kid and he's, he pushes an old man out of the path of a truck. And then a like a like a like a container of toxic waste flies out of the back of the truck, hits him in the face, and then he goes blind, but he gains the daredevil powers. Yeah. And Eastman and Laird set up this, you know, what was happening at the same time. Mm. You see in their origin, you see a kid push an old man out of the way of a truck. He gets hit in the face with this container of toxic waste. The, the remains of the container then fall down. It's not said that like this is daredevil. No, because that's no, but it's clearly. Yeah. 
and in this toxic way, the remains of the toxic waste falls down a storm sewer vent, a storm sewer grate rather, and ends and lands on some turtles that have been flushed, yep, you know, into the sewers, and and yeah, toxic toxic mutation and a rat and a rat also. <laughs> it's also sorry, I forgot the rat guys, but yeah, they, they're sort of a, a parody in that you know where uh, Daredevil fought. The hand ninja clan. Mm, yeah. The ninja turtles fought the foot. Yeah. And Daredevil's mentor was a guy called Stick. Mm. And the ninja turtles mentor is a rat called Splinter. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All classic. I would say that that's a, that's not widely known though. That the, the, there's. I suppose that's true. Yeah. Between Daredevil yeah. and uh, ninja well, I don't mention it anymore. So no. Of course, yeah. no. There's that'd be. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So it originally came out on Mirage Comics, and they were. Pretty brutal. Yeah, they were, weren't they? And yeah, that, yeah. that first movie takes a lot of kind of cues from those original original comics. Yeah, yeah. I haven't read a, a lot of them in a while, but they're they're quite good, aren't they? I like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I haven't read them in a while, but yeah, there's a reason why the popularity took off. Violence, violence, <laughs> violence is great, and of course, <laughs> silly and violent. Yeah, and they all, even though, like you said, they were black and white, they all had the the red band. They didn't have the colours. That was invented for the TV show. Correct, to distinguish them. Yeah, yeah, That's exactly yeah. it, the, the cartoon. So, yeah. But, it, yeah, the, fir- the first movie does take a lot of cues from uh, sort of very early... In fact, uh, more or less the very first... Well, actually, the very first scene with the Ninja Turtles in the Ninja Turtles comic mm. was them, like, just killing a whole bunch of muggers, <laughs> like, chopping them to pieces. It's, it's pretty great. Yeah. But the first, the actual first Ninja Turtle story is them versus the Shredder. Yeah. And he dies at the end. Yeah. Um, but in this case, he, he, he's killed with a thermite grenade. Yeah. So he's horribly burned to death. Yeah. yeah. He falls off a building and he's horribly burned to yeah. death. But in, in the Ninja Turtles movie, he falls off a building and he's crushed to death in a, in a garbage compactor. <laughs> yeah. So what's worse ultimately? Equally brutal, I would yeah, say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah do, how were you introduced them to the comic or the TV show? How was I? Yeah. Uh, well, the first time I saw it, uh, first time I ever saw the Ninja Turtles, I th- I'd seen, I'd, I think I'd seen a little snippet of the, I'd read a little snippet of the Mirage comic in a, in like a comic book store or something like that. But yeah. I think it was too, it was too, for a, for a comic book about Ninja Turtles, it was too adult. Sure. <laughs> but then I went to like a Kmart. Yeah. And they had the Ninja Turtles toys. Yeah, oh, yeah, you've talked about and this. And they yeah. were because this this was before the massive marketing push. And so they were already on like super discount for whatever yeah. reason. They were like twenty bucks, but they're down to five bucks because I guess Kmart executives got them and like, well, we were we were forced to buy these. But these we are weird. These are weird, and we don't want them. Let's just clear them out of the door. And I insisted to my like family, please buy me these. Yeah. And actually, no, I'd seen the Archie comics. There was an Archie oh, comics adaptation, okay. and I'd seen that first, and I'm like, this is this is the thing, right? Yeah. And then I saw the toys, and I'm like, you have to you have to get me all these toys. You have to get me. <laughs> All the toys and the party I'll wagon. I'll kill and the all of you. I will kill you with my with my knife skills and my nunchucks unless you buy. But they were, they were like these things are weird. You don't you don't want these. And I'm like fine. I guess I don't want these. And then like two days later, the cartoon came out and everything went bananas. Yeah. And then you couldn't get them anywhere. No, you like couldn't. you had to you had to search. You had to you had to scout out those Kmart all over eBay. All, all, all... <laughs> we didn't have eBay. What? We, we are you bloody dreaming, mate? We didn't have eBay. <laughs> That's that's I I remember them only from the show and then uh-huh. not being able to get one for like a year. Right. I remember. Um, I had I think I had like a splinter. Oh uh, well. Yeah. Wow. Just, yeah. But um, I mean, I liked Voltron or whatever before it, but I was so in, I was so ridiculously into Ninja Turtles as was everybody at the right, time. Right. Just it was fucking everywhere. You couldn't you couldn't get away from it. Right. I'm sure I just bugged my parents all day telling them about Ninja Turtles. You ever talk to a kid about something they like? Yes. They just bang on and on about Absolutely, it. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'd imagine that's. 
would have been most of my, you know, conversations. Children just have podcasts. They should. <laughs> they just bang on and on and on. <laughs> yeah, we say as we bang on about everything every yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, did, did any toys in particular that you remember having? Or I know we did this for Transformers. We just went, I had this one, I had right, this right. one. So maybe we just keep it brief. Yeah, look, I had all I had all the essentials. Yeah, the blimp. I had the blimp. Yeah. Sure, I had the Ninja Turtles. Mm. Bebop and Rocksteady. Sure, had those guys. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have Bebop and Rocksteady. Mondo Gecko. Oh, yeah. I had Ray Fillet. Oh sure, he's changed color in like heat and water. Uh, sure, yeah, yeah. A lot of the, a lot of. I the... had the crocodile one. Ah, oh, um, the Cajun leather, crocodile leatherhead. Yeah, I guarantee that right. was his thing. That was it, absolutely because they, had... as is all people from New Orleans, <laughs> that's thing it. that's all they say. And uh, they, they, he was up against the the frogs that Shredder created. Do you remember Shredder created the um the mutant frogs? Yes, and he named them like nah, Rasputin and Napoleon and whatever, and they wore like. Hawaiian shirts and shit. <laughs> whatever. Do you remember that? Vaguely, yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, I mean, a lot of those car- a lot of those characters though, from the- they didn't look like they did in the show, or they had like different alliances. So, like, you'd have like your heroes and your villains on the back of the box. Yeah, great box art on those things as well. Absolutely, like, really yeah. drew you in. But like, they'd have like Wingnut and Screwloose. Do you remember they had them as good guys, but they were bad guys in the show? Right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, whatever. That's probably not a good example. I might not even be right. But yeah. But in the actually in the cartoon, all the Ninja Turtles were like a uniform shade of green. But yeah. the toys weren't. No, they were different shades. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. Easier to animate, I guess. With yeah. sometimes their bands would like switch color, and the voices wouldn't match. Right, right. And, and whatever. The, but we didn't care. No, we didn't. Because we loved the magic of television. But going back and seeing like watching clips of that this week, the first few episodes, the it's the introduction is quite good. Like, yeah, yeah. Like it's well animated. It's a good tight story, it, but it just gets goofier and goofier. Well, the first th- three or four episodes, I think. I think it, I think it might be five. But yeah, they yeah. were like a they were like a self contained mini series. Yeah, and I think they sort of got shopped around because they wanted to because all the money is in like syndicating. Yeah, uh, and I think they just shopped that around for like months and months and months, mm. and eventually, cause, so that is the tightest written and kind of the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the cleverest writing. I mean, there are other stories in it that, that are good or whatever, but mostly like the, the, the villains in particular are very goofy and, and, right, right. and not threatening in any, any way. So uh, the, the series from 2003, the anim, animated one, is, even though that was like after my time, that, from what I've seen, is a much better show right. than the... um. You shouldn't express one. your opinion on that though, because people <laughs> people will have your head for that. Look, you just go back and watch like any clip of it, and right. you can see that it's it's not it's not what you know you remember. But that's okay. I mean, it's a kid yeah, show, yeah. you know what I mean? So okay, so uh, here's a little note I've got here. It says uh, in the late at the height of the frenzy in the late '80s and early '90s, we're talking merchandising here. The turtles' likenesses could be found on a wide range of children's merchandise. Obviously, right? Mm-hmm. That's where the money comes from. From Pez dispensers to skateboards, makes sense. Skateboarders, sure. right? Breakfast cereal, num 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 in the morning, great. Yeah. Video games, yeah, love of those. course. School supplies, makes sense. Yeah, make learning fun. Uh, linens, towels, cameras, and even toy shaving kits. What, what? exactly? <laughs> Why? Who shaves in that show? What's where's the link? Oh, it's not just the show. It's who's what kid is shaving? Like correct? Is it, is well, it like... No, it's a toy shaving kit. Oh, it's a toy. Okay. For shaving your toys. No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm confused. Is it miniature? Or is it like an adult-sized shaving yeah, like kit for, that's for like fake? You, you pretend you, you shave with your dad or whatever, you know? I don't know what that is. I know. Why is it, <laughs> I know. I'm confused too. I'm glad I never encountered that because my head would have exploded. <laughs> Animated series lasted for 10 years. Yeah, it all went 96. from uh, uh, 90, uh, yeah, 87 to 96. Yeah, I Jeez. mean, I, I, it started here, I think, in like 1990 because as things the often... The movie did, came the, out. No, no, this is the show I'm talking about, oh, right, the right, animated right. show. Well, that's how I remember it. Um, 
it, it playing out. But there's also there was a live action series briefly went from '97 to '98, uh-huh. which was sort of a continuation of the movies, and that famously had um, a female Ninja Turtle. That had breasts. Do you remember that it was like a too high controversial thing? Was it Venus de Milo? Was it was that Venus de Milo, okay, right. and she had like a lighter blue headband. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you just give her like I don't know purple. Well, I was gonna say well, don't tell purple, don't tell us purple. Yeah, it's gonna say pink, but that's probably sexist. It is. <laughs> Maybe yeah. let's yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. good job, guys. Yeah. White blue's the way to go. Yeah. And then of course the second animated series, which was two thousand and three to two thousand nine, which brings in a lot of the comic stuff with the utrons and and whatever, because mm-hmm. the the animated the original animated show brought a lot of stuff in that wasn't in the comics, like Krang was introduced uh-huh. and a whole bunch of other stuff. And, of course, there's a third and current series which started in 2012, which is computer animated. That's uh-huh. apparently quite good, but yeah. I haven't seen like much of it or maybe just a few trailers. Uh-huh. But uh, Sean Astin, I think, is Raphael. And oh, they yeah. had Jason Biggs as Leonardo, but I think they just swapped him out for someone else. Right. I might be wrong. Someone whose penis hasn't been inside a pie. We're going to find someone like that, Mason. I know, right? <laughs> So yeah, is there anything else you think we need to say about like the animated shows before we move on to the movies? There's a good solid one, and we've probably mentioned this before, uh, called Ninja Turtles Forever. In the yeah. there was a tenth tenth anniversary, I think, or the Something maybe like the twentieth anniversary. Might even anniversary. be twentieth. One of the twentieth anniversary, like two thousand seven. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, so for an anniversary of the Ninja Turtles, they released Ninja Turtles Forever, which was essentially Ninja Turtles from the eighties animated series yeah. teaming up with the Ninja Turtles from the yeah. two thousand and three series. Yeah to sort of avert the end of all of the universes. Mm. And it even ends with a tiny little... Ca- they they eventually end up sort of at the beginning of their universe, yeah, which is black and white, and they have to sort of face up against the original Mirage series Ninja Who Turtles. Brutal and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's quite good. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's very... It's very I, maybe you have to be... I don't know. Maybe I, I skip through it. I'm like, I'm not really going to sit Yeah, I was going to say, maybe this. it's an exercise in nostalgia. Yeah. Like, if you... If you did not live through all those specific eras. You'd be like, what is this? Why is this so dumb? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe like people are fascinated by all that weird retro stuff. Sure. Right? I know a lot of people were upset that some of the original voices weren't... Like right. they didn't get a lot of the original voice uh-huh. cast yeah, back yeah. or whatever, but I don't know. That's yeah. life. No, yeah, that is life. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Sometimes people go out of your life and you never see them again, Mason. Like into a garbage truck. Speaking yeah. of... <laughs> 1990, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was a, it was a independent film, actually. I think New Line Cinema put it out, but it uh-huh. won a budget of 13.5 million. It made over 200 million dollars worldwide. That makes sense. Which is ridiculous, yeah, like, yeah. especially for the time. Uh-huh. As you, as you mentioned, it does draw heavily from the comics. A lot of those panels are pretty much beat for beat what you see. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. they go to the farm in it, and and the, the shredder on the rooftop, and yeah, and the the part where like Raphael. Hot-headed Raphael takes on a whole bunch of Foot Clan soldiers yeah, by himself and yeah. they beat the tar out of him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, look, it's it's very of the time. Yeah. Like late 80s, early so 90s. So you watched this recently? Yeah, I watched it like a um, bit of it yesterday, a bit of it today. Uh-huh. But, and it's also got the theme song by, do you remember Partners in Crime? No, I do not. K-R-Y-M-E. I do remember there being some wicked soundtracks. Turtle Power. Turtle, Turtle Power, power yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll put a clip in. Please do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, look, it's... It's very different to the show, though, isn't it? Yes. But I remember at the time, because... Well, I didn't see the cinema because I wasn't allowed and I was too young. Did right. you see the, the cinema? Yes, I did. Because it was pretty brutal for a kid's... Yeah, yeah. For a kid's movie, which drew a lot of complaints, which kind of, like, skewed the the direction of the rest of the movies. Right. But I, I was I really enjoyed it because it was dark, because it was different from the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't like, why, are the, why is there no Krang or whatever? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I understand that this is a different thing, even though yeah, I was, yeah. like very young at the time but i i loved this movie and i think it still holds up pretty well today 
Really? Yeah. Okay, good. I, I should uh, really it, watch look, it. It's, it, it's dated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you take it as, as what it is, like, it worked at the time when it shouldn't have. Yep. Because you've got your animatronic turtle suits, which are amazing, by the way. This is Jim Henson's final movie. Uh-huh. Where they had stunt performers in the suits and they had other... They had, like, the gears that animated the turtles' heads in the shells. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so they'd have people off screen kind of doing hand puppet motions. Yeah. And then voice actors. It was a whole thing. Like, yeah, the yeah. way they did it was incredible. Yeah, and I mean, it, it, in, it was Jim Henson's last film insofar as at the end he fell into that garbage <laughs> compactor and they crushed him to death. <laughs> so that explains why he never came back. So, look, I, I like, and the stunts and the fight scenes are still quite good, especially yep. when you consider that they're and, suits. Yeah, yeah. They're in suits. Yeah, yeah. And they do have a lot of, like, weight to them. They yeah. feel solid. Like, yeah. Like, it feels... There's some solid action sequences. That's in there. it, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, like, credit where credit's due. Like, yeah. it's a, it's a very well. It's it's as good as you could have made it at the time. Yeah, yeah. It's got a young Elias Cotius in it. As He's Casey the best. Jones. It's got a young Sam Rockwell. As, He's the best. As that guy who's like, "Hey, kids, have some cigarettes." Yeah. Like, they they all the runaway because the the plot the the plot includes like all these runaway kids. Yeah. Ending up in this like the the Foot Clan's lair, but it's all been set up so. Like, it's so nice. So rebel kids can have a cool nineties time. Skate like, and... I hate my parents. I'm gonna s- skate on this half pipe or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then Sam Rock is like, have, have all these cigarettes, menthol or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, so good. It's. I remember seeing that at the time, being like, I want to go to that Absolutely. Foot Clan hideout because it just looked like it still looks awesome. They had arcade games. <laughs> yeah, they had, it. yeah, it was so good. Yeah, but it it is as mentioned. It's pretty brutal. Like I've just made a note of a few things. Well, I'm ready. There's like they use their weapons, like you see them like you don't see them like slice a guy in half, and they really hit people hard. Yeah, yeah. And there's a Foot Clan member gets electrocuted, he cuts into electrical cable. This is when he burns down Apple's apartment, and you see him getting electrocuted, and he's like smoking. Yeah, yeah. So he's dead. Yeah. There's also because he was smoking. That's probably he was why. Smoking, that's right. Don't smoke, kids. Don't Bloody drugs. Rockwell. Yeah. And I like the idea as well that these clans, this Foot Clan, had come to New York and just taken in all these wayward kids and would train them up to be Foot Clan, and then the Ninja Turtles would just beat them half to death. Right. <laughs> because they were, a lot of the foot cam were just kids and you would earn that. Right, Like right. you'd go and work for Shredder and you'd steal like TVs and whatever, which is how the movie opens. Uh-huh. And then you eventually become a leader of the foot. But there's also a scene where, do you remember Tatsu, the villain Tatsu? Yes. It's like Shredder's second in command. He like beats a guy to death but they changed it so you could just hear his breathing and there's like an off-screen line that's like, oh, he's okay, he's gonna Right, right, right. Yeah, but like, the, originally... Tatsu beat this guy to death. Yeah. Because they encountered the Ninja Turtles and they got, like, thumped. Mm. So, yeah. it's It's got some emotional moments in it. Let me... Tell tell me about those. The bit where, um... What was it? Like, between Leonardo and Raphael where he wakes up. Yeah. And Leonardo's, uh-huh. like, looking after him because, as you said, he gets, like, the shit kicked out of him. Uh-huh. Which is a great fight scene. Um, where Splinter... All the stuff with Splinter's really good. Uh-huh. Like, he has, like, a quiet moment with Raphael at the start. And there's another bit where he, like, astral projects... Oh, into yeah. a fire and talk to them. It doesn't make any sense. Absolutely not. But there's some bits that are like, it's it's quite good. Uh-huh. That's like, uh, yeah, maybe I'm overselling it, but were you disappointed? <laughs> you that- could never oversell <laughs> the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. But the- I feel this is your Batman 1989. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah, that's all right. Sure. That's yeah, yeah, yeah I'd agree. I'm glad we can both have one. <laughs> so you're, you're against this movie. No, I'm fine. Th- it's like fine. I'm against Batman 1989. If I have to be. <laughs> I remember sure. it being fine, but if I have to be against it, I will. Were you? Do you remember being disappointed that like there was no like Krang or Bebop and Rocksteady? Not at all. No. Yeah. I feel, especially at that time, I, I the movies were more real. Yeah. Like again, if we're talking about Batman 1989, I went into that like I saw the trailer for that and I was like, oh my god, Batman's real. <laughs> this is 
And then I went in the same. I'm like, well, of course there won't be aliens from outer space because this yeah, is this is the real this world. is the real Ninja Turtles, <laughs> obviously. You know. Yeah, yeah. Just a few facts from this, Mason. Before oh. we name it best movie ever, which oh. we will. Did you know in the original in the in the UK they're called Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles? Yeah. Well, they were for. I don't think they still are. That, that would be crazy. It, yeah. well, and they couldn't use nunchucks. That's what Michael Angelo couldn't say use nunchucks because apparently street gangs were building their own nunchucks. That's it. They've been banned in a lot of countries. They're still banned. Yeah, yeah. Why is a nunchuck nunchuck less dangerous than like a sigh or a sword? It's really not. <laughs> like supposedly, like a, a like a. It takes like eight pounds of pressure to break somebody's bone. Like sure. And, and why, do you, you, why do you know that? It was it was actually on the title. It was actually on the the like the title cards of the like the profile cards on the back of Michelangelo's <laughs> like toy box. Hey and kids, it, yeah, hey kids. But if you're good with nunchucks, apparently, like if you're a nunchuck master, apparently you can generate ninety pounds of pressure per pressure per square inch. Okay. So you could really just shatter some skulls. How many but people do you know that are good at nunchucks? Nobody, exactly. Nobody is. That's the point. I think people saw the profile card. They're like, "This is crazy." This Wait, is this was actually on the profile yeah. card. Oh, I thought you were joking. No, it's really on there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or actually, maybe it's on a GI Joe card profile card. Sure. It was whoever used nunchucks. Whoever yeah. in the GI Joe universe used nunchucks. Nobody but anyway, anymore. Yeah. But I remember at the time thinking that they were like the coolest weapon I'd ever seen. Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they were new, I yeah. guess, and they like, you know, a knife has other purposes, but a nunchuck. It's purely to hit people. Also, it's a rice flail, but whatever. You know, <laughs> it's for, a what? for that's nunchucks originally existed for like. Like flailing rice off rice patties. Oh, really? That's why they exist. Yeah. And then hitting people. And then hitting people. Yeah. <laughs> but exactly, nobody's good with nunchucks. No. Like the, it's so how many YouTube videos are there? People hitting hitting themselves in the balls with nunchucks. So many. <laughs> I mean, not enough, but so many. You're right. But yeah. <laughs> and also, there's you know what's great. I wish I mentioned. I can just mention it now. When I was going to say, I wish I mentioned it before, but who cares? That time is immaterial. You can even edit it back in later, and then it looks like I'm the fool. That's it. That uh, the bit at the end where the turtles fight Shredder, and they kind of go one by one up against him. Uh-huh. It's it's an amazing fight scene, and he just kind of systematically like just beats them up one at a time. Uh-huh. And and then he fights Splinter, which is which is amazing. And there's a bit where Splinter's hanging over the cliff, and Splinter's like giving him like a monologue by why he's a bad person. Right. And then like mid monologue, Shredder just like flings a knife at him and then falls to his death. Yeah, so yeah. he doesn't even get to finish his speech about honor and and whatever. <laughs> like stuff like that's great. And Leonardo in that fight, you know, because they really define the characters really well. Like. As as kind of sep- Michelangelo is is annoying. Like he's got like you mean a party dude. He's a party sure. dude. Yeah, like he's like a lot of the jokes from him in particular don't hold up uh-huh. so well. But Leonardo is show- like Raphael's the hot headed one. They don't really show that Donatello is the kind of tech guy. He kind of fixes a car sort of right, at one right. point. And Leonardo is like the most kind of skilled and disciplined. Like because he's the only one that lands a blow on Shredder, right? And everybody else just gets severely hurt sure so yeah it's it's a great movie and if you haven't seen it, i recommend it it's on youtube so you can just go and check it out the whole thing yeah yeah and oh. if, if again if it's 10 minutes in and you're like this isn't for me <laughs> switch it off because yeah. if, if 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 you're not you know from that if you're a little bit younger or whatever you might not mm-hmm. you know like it because i know i know i see this through nostalgia yeah yeah in many ways i'm the nostalgia critic of this show mason yeah <laughs> you sure are i've got this sweet little hat a little tie, yeah, and all the little, all the little accoutrements. That's it. So yeah, yeah. But if if you don't, if you watch ten minutes and you don't like it, probably don't move on to the next movie to see if they're better. Definitely not, because this is the high water mark. Surely, absolutely, it is. Well, until the new one comes out. Oh, then yeah. <laughs> oh. So, do you have anything else to say about Ninja Turtles nineteen ninety something? No, I had a lot of the trading cards as well. Oh yeah, trading cards, great. Yeah, yeah they're good, pretty good, good stuff. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say best movie ever. I'm also say best movie ever. All right.
but maybe I'll watch it tonight and maybe it won't be. But it'll be too late because you'll have published this. <laughs> oh, jeez. Next up, only a year later, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Years. Well, this couldn't have been rushed into production, could it? <laughs> Do you think they had plans for another one already? Before? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, so like they knew the first one was going to be a hit. And... Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. It's different than the first one, isn't it? It is a bit different. Yeah. The, the backlash from parents as, as a result of not just the nunchucks, but like people... The sword being, play. The sword play and people being killed or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, and I only watched bits of this movie, like the vanilla ice wrap. That, yeah. which it's we'll mostly fist fighting the second one. It's mostly fist fighting. Like there's even a bit at the start where Michelangelo uses salami as nunchucks. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's like and there's a bit where like Leonardo like throws his swords into the roof and then grabs them and then like kicks a guy in the face. That's right. Yeah. It's yeah. All, it's all fist fighting. There's a lot of creative use of there's a lot of creative not yeah. using the weapons you obviously have. Yeah, that's it. And there's no at no point they're like, "Well, we learned from the last, you know, the last couple of years we've learned that violence isn't the answer. Yeah. Essentially what they learned in the last movie that violence was the answer. That's it. So makes no sense. The most violence was the answer. Yeah, the absolutely. most violence that there could possibly yeah, yeah, be. Yeah. I feel like it's one of there was a big Unless of course we don't see like there was some editing like in all the fight sequences they're just attempting to kick people into garbage compactors. <laughs> like when Leonardo throws his swords into the roof and then he kicks the guy, he's like, Oh will I get him in the garbage compactor? Oh he just fell on the floor. That's a shame. <laughs> That's I feel, what they learned. Do you feel like... I even remember at the time, like in the 90s, like censorship was just got out of control. It was political correctness yeah, gone mad. Gone mad. It wasn't really, but no, you're it wasn't. right. Yeah. I mean, I think that's still kind of carried carried over, but the, the reason why in the cartoon the, the Foot Clan are robots, like yes. they aren't in the comics, is so they can just cut through them. Right, right, right. And so you can't really do that in a movie. You can't have heroes just mowing down like dozens of... Children. <laughs> Unless it's a Star Wars movie, then that's yeah. fine. But... I, I, I don't remember at the time, because I actually did see this one at the movies. I don't remember thinking, oh, this is less violent than the last one. I didn't notice. It's very noticeable now. But uh-huh. you notice it definitely more in the third one, if you remember that one. But, like, the martial arts in it's still good, and the costumes are still pretty good. There's no Corey Feldman as the voice of Donatello. I think it was in rehab at, at the time. Mm-hmm. But you got Shredder, Shredder's back. Shredder was back. Jumped right Inexplicably. out. Inexplicably. Sure. Yeah. That freaked me out. I remember when I saw he was back. I'm like, how is that possible? (laughs) (laughs) What have they done? Maybe he's behind me. He could be anywhere. He's alive. He could be anywhere. Uh, Tatsu returns. Uh No Casey Jones. Yep. And of course, the turtles face Toka and Razor. Yep. Which are... A snapping turtle and like a water. A wolf. A wolf. There we go. They say in uh, the US, they say wolf. Angry Video Game Nerd at least says it. Oh, great. I'm sure more than one person say it. Uh-huh. Says it. Right. But Woof's different than Woof. Why not Bebop and Rocksteady? Well, that's actually because Eastman and Leard yep. were against it. They're like, no, I don't want to do that. We'll just create some new characters for it. But yeah. I remember the time thinking, why not Bebop and Rocksteady? Because you could have just done it. Hmm. Right? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. This is insanity. <laughs> is it because they're, they would have been too big? Maybe no, I think they just didn't like the characters, and they didn't want to kind of tie. They were, it to the yeah, show. I guess so, and they were incredible. Like they, you, they were never dangerous characters in the cartoon, so I guess yeah, they wouldn't seem dangerous. People would laugh. They um, felt dangerous in the in the in the movie, though, even though they don't really do any yeah, real yeah. damage. But even though because they're they're like basically children, because they take like a puppy and a baby snappy to snappy right, right. And, they, and they and they change it. But interestingly, though, interest, interestingly though. There was no tie-in toys to the first movie because of the violence. Right. But there was to this one. So you can get, like, your Toker and Razor action figures huh. and all the 
the different colored turtles and with their slightly different shades of uh-huh. green. Also, I would al- I would also say that there would have been no tie-ins for the first movie because there was just so much Ninja Turtles merchandise out there. Yeah, really. you're probably like, I think right. People, yeah. I think well, they got caught. Like... They got caught by surprise. I'd imagine with how well they did yeah, as yeah. well. Seems that we couldn't get them anywhere. Right. So, yeah. Hey. Mm. The st- do you remember the story for this one though? Uh, I think they were gonna. Shredder wanted the ooze. He wanted because he wanted, he wanted to know the secret of the ooze, certainly. <laughs> but he he sent because he wanted to create his own mutant, so he yeah. stole the ooze from TGRI, which is the company that created yeah. it. Yeah, and that's all I remember. Yeah, that's that's pretty much that's pretty it. much it. Because there was a scientist there who was working on it. Who then you find out about their origins, and the scientist tells the turtles like, "Yeah, you were an accident. This wasn't right, right, you're right. not supposed to exist or whatever." And they they didn't take that well. Uh-huh. Donatello in particular. But everyone's an accident, really. <laughs> I mean, the, statist- Is that what you learned? the statistical chances of your particular sperm and egg coming together at the same time is phenomenal. And the fact that the generation... The fact that I have both sperm and eggs, according to you, <laughs> is very odd. No, I mean, you know, statistically, the chance of existing, like, everything in human history had to happen for anybody to exist at this point in time. Right. Like, the odds are, like, winning the lottery, like, a billion times. They're not the actual odds. No. But you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, sure. Um... Yeah, and then it basically culminates in a battle at the docks between... Now, what it culminates in, and we're, if we're really going to talk about the actual end point of the film, it's when they bust in on, like, a warehouse rap party and yeah. Vanilla Rice is there. Yes. And he does the ninja rap. He sure does. Uh-huh. Off the cuff, seemingly. Off the cuff, yeah, absolutely. He's There's just a... like, oh, these ninjas, I'm going to do a ninja rap. <laughs> How did he know they were ninjas? I don't know. Yeah. There's also that, that scene is... Probably because oh, of their fisticuffs. That oh, might have been it. Yeah. Why not karate rap? Oh, yeah. Or jujitsu rap? Mm. Anyway, just saying. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he's that good of a rapper. He okay, can... so in the in the eighties and nineties, ninjas were huge. Yeah, were ninjas huge before Ninja Turtles, or did Ninja Turtles make ninjas? I think huge? they made them huge. Really? Because okay. then Power Rangers were ninjas, weren't they? Maybe yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. there was, of course. Uh, I mean, you, you've got all those movies from like the... American Ninja, certainly. Sure, but like you know, you got all those, you know. Kung Fu flicks or whatever. That yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sure some of them are ninjas. I don't know. No, very, very rarely. <laughs> Kung Fu is Chinese. Ninjas are Japanese. Sorry. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, just, I'm sure there were ni- there are ninja movies, though. You know what I mean? But I think, yeah, that really kicked off. Like, I'm sure a lot of kids started going to, like, ninja school and, sure. and, and yep. whatever. You know, all that a lot kind. of kids started running away from home and <laughs> going into the sewers trying to find Wicked Halfpipe. That's it. Yeah, that was a big that was a big deal as well at the time, wasn't it? Like, this is all this, like, 90s paranoia. Well, there was a lot of... Do you remember when when we were kids? Like the big deal was don't get kidnapped. People get kidnapped all the time. Right. Yeah. Like it. Like so, people would go in. Like there were stories of kids going to the sewers and like going missing and 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 all this kind of stuff, or like hitting their brothers with nunchucks and sure knocking out their eye or, right, or right. whatever. Um, even the Bart Simpson thing was out of hand. Like Bart Simpson's ruling America or whatever. When you uh. look at it now, it's like incredibly tame. But whatevs. Do you remember there was actually. A, a TV drug special, anti-drug special, which had a whole lot of cartoons and Michelangelo was yes, in Yes, I it. do remember that. Yeah, and yeah, he was yeah. like, don't do drugs, Kelbunga. <laughs> he did say that, didn't he? <laughs> so, yeah. There's also a story from... It's on IMDb where Vanilla Rice... Michael, the guy in the Michelangelo costume, I'm not sure which actor it was, so I apologise to him. Or her. Who knows? Thank you. Went to hug Vanilla Rice. <laughs> I'm appalled as a woman! How <laughs> day. Okay. Where it turned up... When Vanilla Rice turned up on set to do the rap, peak yep. of his fame. Absolutely, yeah. And Michelangelo, in costume, went to hug him, and Vanilla Rice's bouncer stepped in and, like, pushed him back. It was like, hey, 
what are you doing and whatever <laughs> and then apparently like the whole crew like turned to like beat the crap out of this bouncer that's amazing this, this guy so like that's, that's just that's an abuse of power like you know he's a guy in a turtle costume you yeah, know yeah. obviously he's part of the movie also you're here to yeah you're here to do that movie like yeah. why are you what do you what do you think this is do you think this guy just put on this hundred thousand dollar suit just to harass vanilla ice <laughs> What do you what do you think this is? Do you know actually there's a there's a sequel to Ninja Rap? No. It's called Ninja Rap Two uh-huh. and it came out in two thousand and five. That's amazing. Yes it is. Do you have any lyrics there? Uh, I can look it up. Okay, cool. Oh, this is gonna be great. Maybe you could just insert a clip of it. Sure. Yeah. I will put in a clip, but do you want me to actually read you some, some lyrics? Yeah, I said read some lyrics and then we'll we'll just read them like monotone and then we'll see how they fit in sure. into the movie. Into the into the audio later. Okay, so the chorus is, "Go ninja, go ninja, what what? Go ninja." I put too much. Yeah, that's yeah. In that, haven't I? Yeah. Go ninja, go ninja, what what? Go ninja. Okay, we've go got that. We've got it. What, we've got the what? Oh, sorry. Ninja, ninja, what what? Ninja, ninja, what what? Okay, great. Do you want the first line or the first? Yes, just the first. The first verse. Okay. What is the ninja rap, baby? You don't know. <laughs> I would argue that... I'm it, loving it already. People know what the They ninja- remember the ninja rap, sure. <laughs> Remix at old school, but you don't know. The people call me Six, but you... V.I. No, oh, is it? Vanilla Rice. Of course. The people call me V.I., but you don't know. Still letting it flow, baby. You don't know. All of these things people know. They know all those things. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's it- that, yeah. It's very long. Like all that is the part. There's a, I like, I'm read. reading the lyrics here. There's there's um there's an insane clown posse reference. Bill Clinton's reference. When we raised at the gathering with ICP. So yeah, okay. All these recent. Bill Clinton wasn't president in 2005. Absolutely, he wasn't. Have I got the right ninja rap? I do. Yeah, this is ninja rap too. Cause I catered a cruise one that pulled me through the blacks, Puerto Ricans, and white people too. Or you hater, I kick you. Hmm, like Bruce Lee. Love it. Got my foot up your ass so far you can't see. Well, that's... If you have your foot in someone's ass, they could not see. Yeah, it's in the back. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's... Well, look. We, I think we've done it justice here, but just put in that clip. And Maybe just that see. clip, sure. See how, to, see how it works. I don't want Vanilla Ice coming after me. Though, I've heard accounts that he's, like, a nice guy. Yeah. I don't know whether that's true. Now he, like... He's got a reality show where he flips houses. <laughs> Oh, does he? Like he does up houses and then he sells them. Oh, good for him. Yeah, I know, right? Great. Yeah. That's, that's great. It's a true, true American success story. <laughs> now, Anyway, Ninja Turtles 2. Well, How the, does it actually end? The, it ends where Shredder gets flown out of the room using, I think, sound. Like there's too much guitar sound. Absolutely, he flies yeah. out into the dock and then he drinks all the ooze and he becomes Super Shredder, which is Kevin Nash. And then you think there's going to be an amazing... <laughs> Wrestler sh- Kevin Nash. Wrestler Kevin Nash. And then you think there's going to be an amazing showdown and he just knocks the dock down onto himself and he dies. And then they go, man, I love being a turtle. Yeah, see, that 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 wouldn't have... I remember being surprised that he didn't mutate into anything. Yeah. Because in the the, the, the canon of Ninja Turtles in the cartoon, mm. you mutate into whatever you touched last. Yeah, whatever you... So were, yeah. it's because the Ninja Turtles touched a human last. Yeah. They mutated in humanoid turtles. I think in the comics they just mutate... You just mutate humanoid, though. I, think that's uh, okay, how it I might be wrong. Maybe. Maybe it's different in the movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but also, you're right, that didn't strike me at the time, but now you mention it, that is, that's clearly a case of, well, we can't have the Ninja Turtles kill him again. Yeah. We'll just have him kill himself because yeah. he's the bad guy. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. But, okay, I'm going to put this... I'm t- retroactively really disappointed in this <laughs> film. I'm going to put this to you, though. If this man, this regular man, falls into a garbage truck and gets crushed 
presumably most of his bones broken. Sure. Right? His skull, certainly. Definitely. Because it crunched his helmet. It like, did, yeah. It really crunched that And he down. was in that helmet. He was in that helmet, yeah. And he's now a powerful mutant giant. Yeah, yeah. A wooden dock is not going to do that Absolutely much damage. Absolutely not, yeah. But hey. Maybe he'll be back for Ninja Turtles 3. He wasn't, though, was he? He certainly wasn't. There's one more thing I wanted to add. If you remember the the, the professor from this... Yes. Um, ...who gets kidnapped, the original script had... His name was Professor Perry or something. Being revealed... Professor to, Plum. Yes. <laughs> being revealed... He was killed by a candlestick in the drawing room. <laughs> being revealed to be a robotic shell for an Utron. Oh. Um, so that would have been interesting. So they, they dropped that because kids would have thought it was Krang or whatever. And oh, I would have thought it was Krang I would have also thought it was Krang. So, yeah. There you go. That's interesting. Actually, I wouldn't have thought it was Krang because I remember the old... No, I wouldn't. I'm up on me high horse. I wouldn't have thought it was Krang. <laughs> you don't know I would nothing. have been like all smug in the cinema like, you guys think this is Krang, but it's not Krang. <laughs> it's not. You haven't read the original. original if only you could go back. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, so smug. Mm-hmm. Um, look, it doesn't hold up as well. No. But it's still... It's a good kids movie, I would say. You could still show a kid that and they'd be like, what is this? <laughs> Absolutely. And that's the reaction you want from a child. What is this? Did you enjoy this when you eat my age? It's weird. Did someone hit you in the head and balls with nunchucks? Yeah. <laughs> Only on YouTube, kids. <laughs> so, tentatively, for the time, best movie ever for me. Uh-huh. Should have fought Super Shredder properly. Yeah. I'm going to go... I See, I would have gone... Had they fought Super Shredder... Worst movie, because he looks incredible. He does. They even mutated his shoulder blades. <laughs> yeah, they did, yeah. Mutagen. Because yeah. the last thing those shoulder blades touched were bigger shoulder blades. Correct. So, yeah. So that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, worst movie ever from you, then? Yeah, I'm afraid so. Okay, fair enough. Well, hold on to that rating, Mason, because you're going to need it. In 1993... Hold on to your balls, because you're going to be hit by nunchucks. The, nun- the metaphorical nunchucks of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. <laughs> this is a two-year wait. The one where they go to Japan... Back in time. Back in time. So, I've just got here terrible and time travel. Those are the things that I remember. I didn't see this at the movies. I saw it, I had hired the VHS years later, because I remember seeing the ad and going, I'm not... I've never seen it. I'm not going to And you know why? (laughs) Saw the trailer look terrible. Yeah. Drawing the line. (laughs) Just recently? That's when I started, 1993. That's when I started drawing the line. (laughs) There's no recurring villains or any villains from any incarnation. They fight like a fancy kind of... Englishman-looking guy and a regal Japanese guy. Uh-huh. It's, Im- mm. it's even it's bad for the time, and it's 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 not just bad for now. It's bad for the time. Uh-huh. Like kids were disappointed by it because why would you include time travel? Like they could have done anything with. The is third it magic movie. time travel? Or is it science time travel? It's magic time travel. Oh, bad. April comes back. Casey yeah. Jones is in it. The same actor. Yeah, yeah. And he's in the present day, by the turtles go back in time. April brings like this Japanese kind of scepter thing and gives it to Splinter. Uh-huh. And then all this guy and plan to, and then she goes back in time and the turtles follow. And it, it's just all like, there's a lot of wet willy jokes. There's a lot a of lot, like, like more than one. No, it's like, it one. happens a lot. If you, if you want to. don't even have ears. <laughs> if you, if look, if you don't want to watch it, which you shouldn't. Sure. The angry video game. I made the right choice. Yeah. The angry video game nerd does like a twenty-minute review of it. Uh-huh. So everything you need to know about it is in that. Right. Okay. So there's also a bit where he mentions in his review where the 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 ninjas pop jump in, and they're not the Foot Clan or anything, by the way. Oh, so it wasn't the original. It's not the origin. No. Of, you know, which you could do. There's, is there any? There's not. Re- so there's no any. There's no like sly references to anybody's ancestors. Well, or, there is. Yes. They go back in time, and there's a guy in the past who's sort of British. That is Casey Jones, the same actor, Elias Cotius. Cotius, yeah. Same actor. 
and that it's sort of like implied that it's Casey's ancestor. Right. And then April turns to a rat and goes, oh, you look familiar too, implying that that rat is Splinter's ancestor. Right, of course. So that's the... You've got that tie That's the one tie okay. So... Right. It seems like this is a film that was just about time travel or ninjas and they just slotted the Ninja Turtles in. Like, they already had the yeah. plot available. Like it was going to be a three ninjas movie? Correct, yeah. Yeah. High Noon at Magic Mountain, That's two, it. possibly, sure. One of them with Hulk Hogan, can't yeah, remember yeah. which one. Mm. And they, they, there's, like, less fight scenes than the other ones. Of course, yeah. The, the, the suits are terrible because they're not Jim Henson. Where do the suits... Like, in between... I've always wondered in between these kind of movies... Why did, Why what, happened, what happened to the old ones? Good, I don't know. Where did they go? They people take other home, movies. People worth. take them home. I guess. I, guess so, yeah, I don't know. Probably, probably right. Yeah. So it's it's certainly not worth watching. That review is worth watching. Yeah, yeah. But it's incredibly. <laughs> I'm not even going to say disappointing. It's just terrible. Fantastic. So, but I've got some information on the the potential fourth movie they were going to make. Oh, ooh, really? I know you haven't seen this, Mason, but I do feel comfortable enough to give this movie a rating. Having never seen it, yeah, ever. <laughs> Best movie ever because I love Magic Lamp. Sure. Yeah, there you go. And I like that people on the internet who say I review stuff without ever seeing it. I'm doing it again. I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> so the next one was going to be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Next Mutation, uh-huh. which was actually the name of the TV show, the live action TV show, yeah, yeah. which did cross over with Power Rangers at one point. Yippee. Yippee indeed. It was the concept of the fourth live action movie, should the third movie prove to be a success, which it wasn't, <laughs> was that the ooze transformed the Turtles and Splinter like into a second drastic mutation. So Michelangelo would have had a more... Just th- a horrific mass. Just yeah. a screaming mass. <laughs> <sighs> Michelangelo's mutation would have given him a more human appearance, meaning he could walk among people in the city. Okay. That, that actually doesn't fly in the first movie where you see Raphael in like Times Square. And he's just clearly a big turtle in a trench coat. Right. But I think there's even and a, a hat. And a hat, sorry. But there's even a line, I think, where he rolls over a car and someone goes, What was that? And he goes, That looked like a big turtle in a trench coat. Right. Or so they kind of acknowledge uh-huh. it. Donatello's mutation would give him psychic abilities, uh-huh. but he'd have to wear an optic device because his mutation co- caused his uh, vision to deteriorate. Right. I presume they mean glasses. Sure. <laughs> optic device. Uh-huh. Raphael's rage would cause him to mutate into a fearsome creature with claws and spikes jutting from his body. And Leonardo has the best gift of all. He's friendship. boring. <laughs> <laughs> Both friendship and just a boring friend. Yeah. You're boring, bland friend. He's kind of a... You, you, you go to his place and he's nice and you have a cup of tea, but he's kind of a drainer. Yep. You're like, oh, I'm glad I only have to do that every six months. <laughs> I got friends like that. Yep. Uh, Leonardo would have the ability to mutate his skin into different textures. To what purpose? Well, like armor plating. I think they actually carried this idea over into the Hunger Games, where Peter can paint his skin like a tree. So I think this idea did survive. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That's the, yeah. So I guess armor plating, because otherwise, if it were different textures was just like this is now like a soft kind of velvet skin. <laughs> <laughs> like what's yeah. Well, see, the, I, I didn't really mention this in the, the when we were talking about the comics, but they the comics went in some really weird places. They did have second mutations, there was, didn't there was, they? There was, well, uh, they were all, a couple of them became cyborgs at one point. Oh, yeah. Like, they, they all lost limbs and eyes, mm. and like they, were, they went into the, you know, the far-flung future and all that sort of stuff. Triceplaclons. Yeah, exactly. But there were a lot of, you know, kind of 
post-apocalyptic futures and weird situations, like in all time and dimensions and all sorts. Yeah. So I'm okay with this. This sounds really good, actually. Sure. It sounds better than bland old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. Yeah, absolutely. Let's all go to Your Japan. Your favourite yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, and Splinter would transform. Let's all go to the lamp store. Of course. <laughs> and Splinter would transform into a creature twice his size, which he'd have limited. So like a normal-sized person. <laughs> yes. Which he'd have limited, limited control over. Yeah. Splinter's a, that's a good puppet, isn't it? With the splinter, is it? Yeah, not in that, not in the other, in the first oh, one right, in particular. Right, yeah. yeah, no, he, he, it's, the puppet's really good. It's operated by like three or four different people. Um, I remember being. No, it is good. I watched it like recently. Okay, it's, fine. It's I'm not saying it Jim Henson's best work. Now, do you remember the jokes that Splinter makes at the end of every movie? He makes it funny. He certainly. sure does. I don't remember what they are. First one, he says "cowbunga." Great. It's not really a joke. That's a. <laughs> it's a reference to something the other Ninja Turtles say. That's him attempting to recapture his lost youth. I think. Very <laughs> sure. All right, let's find out what other what are the problems <laughs> in the other ones. Here we go. Second one. This is just from memory. They come back and and he's like, "Did anybody see you in the Vanilla Ice concert?" He doesn't say that. And they're like, nobody saw us. And then he holds up a, a newspaper and it says, like, Ninja Raps, the new craze. And it's like a picture of them. Right, great. You can buy that newspaper clipping. It's, uh-huh. on, the, it's on the wall behind you. Uh, and the third one, Michelangelo's like, I'll never laugh again. And then Splinter puts Why, what on... What happened? Was some, did some horrific tragedy happen? In time the, travel, in I don't know. Okay, Can't yeah. remember. And Splinter puts on... A lamp shade, yep. possibly in reference to the lamp that they travel back oh, in time. Oh, yeah, that is definitely And it's it. got flowers on it. And he's like, what's up, dude? I'm Elvis Goes Hawaii. And then they laugh. Huh. Does time travel drive you mad? Is that why they all <laughs> laugh? So. Well, Splinter didn't even sadly. time travel, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Great movies, Mason. No. Some of them. Yeah, one of them. <laughs> one of the movies we've spent a long time talking about was okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, it wasn't the end of the series, though. No. Because in 2007, there was a CG animated version, which is actually, it, they, they tie in, because there's, there's a scene in particular where you see uh, they're, they're in their, what do they live in the sewer, sewer or whatever? Yeah, but sometimes they live in like a weird underground station or yeah, whatever. Yeah, true, yeah. But they've got, they've got like Shredder's helmet and like the ooze container and even the time traveling lamp. Right, right. So this is all in the same continuity. Have you seen that one? Yes. Do you remember liking it or hating it? I remember thinking, oh, they got Patrick Stewart. It was the voice of somebody. <laughs> yeah. That's all I remember, really. The villain or not the villain? Yeah. It was like, because it was, I thought the story was kind of crap, but it was an okay film for what it right. was. Right, yeah, yeah. Like it was, Patrick Stewart was an immortal warrior and all his warriors were turned to stone. All his generals, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's looking for creatures to turn them back. And there was no, like, there was the Foot Clan but there was no shredder, though he was alluded to coming back. That's right. There was he his his second in command yeah. was after was out for revenge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. And they sort of for the ninja rap mostly. <laughs> so, yeah. And at the start of the movie, do you remember they've kind of all gone their separate ways? Like Raphael's like a vigilante. Yep. And Michelangelo does like kids parties, and Donatello I think it's like tech support, and Leonardo's in like just the... a boring friend. <laughs> yeah, that's it. He's in the jugglers of Peru, just like. Yeah, being a boring dude. Yeah, I, I I remember the 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 drawing of the team back together was kind of interesting, yeah. but it, it never really made that much of an impact. No, and yeah. it it didn't. It made enough money, but not enough that people were really interested in seeing it continue mm. or the studios pushing for it. So it just kind of faded away. Um, a few notable actors: Sarah Michelle Gellar was April, and that's right. Chris Evans was um Casey Jones, but there was some good animation. Can't get rid of that Chris Evans. No, you can't. <laughs> There's some good animation, like there's a fight on the roof in the rain, which is quite good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like 
equivalent to like say your Pixar or whatever at the time, but it's it's okay. It so, was pretty good. Yeah, I felt it was a bit DreamWorksy. Yeah, sure. And I've never you love DreamWorks. Those. They're always a bit. How do you train your dragon again? I <laughs> do knows. <laughs> they they always strike me as a bit rubbery. Yeah, I can never really bit of a weird bounce to them. Yeah, they got yeah. a weird bounce to them. Like yeah. the Pixar Pixar characters, even though they are all kind of caricatures, and they're all, they they none of them look you know human strictly speaking yeah. they've got a lot more humanity to them and the yeah. dreamwork stuff i was feels a bit rubbery and um you know a, a little bit too far sure in the, in the weird direction take that dreamworks that's right dreamworks i think maybe dreamworks build things that are closer to people though and i think that might be the problem because the they have valley yeah exactly because their characters are, a lot of them are human and right. pixar most of the time some are but most of the time they're, they're mostly not human. lamps in Pixar. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. It's mostly animated mostly lamps. Mostly lamps. So yeah, I would I would say that's it's probably the second best Ninja Turtles movie, even though I really love the second one at the time. Like looking back, uh-huh. it's probably the second best one. Sure, behind the third one. So mm. best movie ever, tentatively. Yeah, I'm gonna say best movie ever because Patrick Stewart. I love that guy. Yeah, he's, yeah, good, he's good, isn't he? Yeah, Let yeah. me just double check that actually was him, because otherwise no, this is defi- very embarrassing. I, it is definitely him. Uh-huh. Not only that, I nearly put this in my five underrated, five m- hidden comic book roles or whatever. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne is like the narrator at the start. Mm. He's like, long ago in ancient something something, and, mm. and then he, he doesn't appear. Sure. <laughs> like, why don't I just get splinters It's me, it? <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> they couldn't get Morgan Freeman. So, so here I, I am. am. Yeah. My daughter does pornography now. Oh. I know. It's sad. I'm sorry to hear that. Unless yeah. she's happy, in which case that's great. Good yep. for you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, did, did, you, did you check that it's Patrick Stewart? It is. Yeah. Also, Kevin Smith is uh, a diner and a, a cook in a diner. Really? Yeah, guest, guest role there. That was very nearly his actual life. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> he's, all right, he's a good dude. Okay. Do you want to talk about video games briefly? I didn't play a lot of them, but I'm sure you have some thoughts on them. I played that first Ninja Turtles arcade game like... Boy, was it amazing. Or every, every, you know, like hours, hours a week. Yeah, yeah. Just, there was one somewhere. I think there was one near that, that mythical Kmart right before okay, I bought right. all the Ninja Turtles figures. Yeah, yeah. And I just played that to death. Did you beat it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. There was pretty much all those, every game was like that, wasn't it? Like The Simpsons was like that. The Side scrolling beat was like up, that. Yeah. They, were all, they were all that. Did you play the home version? Uh, the arcade game. Yeah. Yeah, not as good. Yeah. Not as good at But all. apparently it's there are some pretty good, like, Super Nintendo kind of Ninja Turtles side scrolly beat them up. Like, oh, absolutely. There's a, there's a Turtles in Time one. That which, one's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, amazing. I put that in quotes. Amazing. Anytime I say anything from the past is amazing, it's because I haven't gone back to it in, you know, a decade. And so. thrown your controller after Correct, playing yes. it for 10 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you well, remember Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighter? Vaguely, yeah. That, that was like good. a Street Fighter clone. Yes. I, I remember, at the time I remember it got really good reviews because more than anything else in the world, I wanted that game, but I didn't have a Super Nintendo. Sure. And... A few years back, or maybe like 10 years or so back, I'm like, I'm going to download the emulator for this and I'm going to live this dream. Sure. And I played it, I'm like, it's just doesn't really, no. I feel that in a lot of cases, any time you go back nowadays, A, they are terrible, but B, there's so much else on offer around it that it's really hard to focus on that one thing. Like back in the day, you know, you'd buy one game and yeah. you'd play it to death. Yeah. And so you'd have to extract some enjoyment from it. But with the, Even you know, if you hated yeah, it. Yeah, but when you get one of those emulators going, 
oftentimes you know it's you can just you pick from a menu one of a thousand different yeah. games and you yeah. like you play it for two minutes you're like I'll just go to the next one yeah let's you, go find another you're one absolutely oh, I remember right. when this game is big I'll play that for five minutes whatever yeah, yeah. and you never you know you're absolutely right I'm absolutely right good point Mason mm-hmm. I wanted to put a bonus mention oh anything else on the, the video games there's a few recent ones there was like a recentish kind of Markham City X oh, really up. yeah apparently it's not that good it was just a downloadable one right um the 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 most I think the most famous Ninja Turtles game was the version on Nintendo Entertainment System. That really terrible one. It wasn't. It was incredibly difficult. Yeah, I, as I, all games. I think. Were. It, yeah, I think it would have been. It was. I remember it being good for the time. Yeah, but it was just extraordinarily difficult, and it's got a lot of the tropes of the extraordinarily difficult kind of game, like the underwater level. Yes, you know where you know, another angry angry video game nerd does you know, a really good video somewhere. On you well. know, you get to like the third or fourth level in. And there's a level where you're just underwater and everything will kill you and you're running out of oxygen and just everything's instant death and you just break your, all your controllers. It had one of those. You've got two lives. You've got two lives, you're exactly. You're back to yeah. the start. Yeah. Yeah. Games did not hold your hand back then. They certainly didn't. Mm-hmm. But they do now. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. They also, they redid that arcade, didn't they? Relatively recently. That arcade one. I might be wrong. They redid I'm going to check system. it out if they did. Yeah. Anyway, Mason, there was also, I want to talk about this briefly. Did you know the Ninja Turtles did a coming out of their shells tour in 1990? Like a live one? It was a musical rock band tour. That sounds incredible. They can add that to the pile along with like the Mortal Kombat live experience. <laughs> really? Mortal Kombat on ice or whatever it was. No, there was definitely a live Mortal Kombat. On ice? I don't think it was That's on ice. That's even more dangerous. <laughs> I know, right? You didn't think, you didn't think a fatality could get... Any more dangerous. You didn't think tearing somebody's head off and pulling their spine out could get any more dangerous. Well, do it on a frosted over lake. So that's Sub-Zero's advantage as well, that whole thing, isn't it? I know, it? right? He's got that. Yeah. There's a, there's a making of. It's on, it's on YouTube. Uh-huh. It is, they play it straight like it's a real thing. Like they're like, oh, we discovered these Ninja Turtles that they're amazing at music or whatever. So these guys come out in Ninja Turtles costumes. They pretend to play guitars to the audience. And... Uh, they, you know, they strum away and their mouths don't move and they just sing songs. I've, I've, I've got turtle-based songs. Well, I've got turtle-based sort of, parody songs. I've got a list here. So this so- is fascinating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look up some images of it while while I, I okay. read because you, you got to like I'm not doing justice how terrible this looks. So that it's even things like they'll the instruments start playing before they start oh, playing. Great, yeah. Like it's it's all like that. But I mean, kids don't notice. But the tracks include coming out of our shells. So that's that's great, total fantastic. Uh, so these are original songs, clearly. Yes. Wow. Sing about it. Okay, sure. Tuban mutation specifically. Yes. Tuban, uh, skipping stones. <laughs> what? All right. Pizza power. I guess skipping stones, like you know, like you down at the the old swimming hole or whatever. Yeah, the and that's where turtles pond. are from. Yeah, yeah down sure. the turtle pond. Yeah, okay. Uh, pizza power. Of course, yeah. Walk straight. That. Mm. Seems oddly conservative, but <laughs> yes, all right. It does. No treaties. That's oddly political. <laughs> I'm assuming it means food. Uh, cal- oh, no treaties. <laughs> yes. No, that no. Also, no treaties. <laughs> it's spelled T R E A T I E S. Yeah, like an actual helps. treat. No, it's the same. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, cowabunga. Okay, makes sense. This is probably the no t- hidden meanings there. <laughs> uh, one assumes this is probably the downer part of the show where everyone goes. Ugh. April's ballad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Count on Us. Okay, yeah. Makes and sense. And I Hate Music, performed by Shredder. Love it. <laughs> yep, yeah, good. Good. I love a villain 
who just hates everything good for no reason. Like, He'll even I hate Christmas, <laughs> you know? But I love how he's like, I hate music, but sings a song. Yep. You know, great. obviously. i got to show you this picture of what Shredder looks like from this. Okay, because I can see the Ninja Turtles. They've got their denim vests on. It looks pretty great. <laughs> you really got to see a video of it. Don't I do will it now not, though. To, to truly appreciate how terrible this is. Uh-huh. All right, here we go. I meant to save this picture to show you. But this is the Shredder that appears. Performing I Hate Music. <laughs> oh, that's good. That is good. Yeah, he's got the horned helmet. Good, he's like a... Like There's a, no face mask. It's no just, face mask, because he has to be able to sing an emote, yeah. obviously. Uh, yeah, he okay, looks like great. a Dalek. He looks like a Dalek. He's got, he's got like, like, pasta, like metal pasta colanders on his shoulders. Some sort of, like, some leftover car tire on the front of his chest. That's pretty great. It is pretty great. Work, yeah. So please Google Shredder coming out of their shelves, and it's the very first image. Wow. This yeah. is like the precursor to Spider-Man Turn Off the so Dark. that's very that's progressive. That's very progressive, isn't it? Though, Despite most of the content of the show, from what we can tell. But, you know, well, the dad from Fresh Prince of Ballet, I can't remember his name. He's the voice of the Shredder from the TV series. Oh, there you go. I can't remember. Oh, he's dead now. I can't remember his name. I feel bad. Do you remember the, the Shredder action figure? It was like a weird hunched over kind of. He had that yep. weird kind of hunch. Anyway... There you go, Mason. Mm-hmm. So before we end on this incredibly high note of sure. coming out of those shelves, you should definitely our... put the clip at the end. Okay, so that's, that's all I'm saying. Uh, who do you think? Who is your favourite Ninja Turtle, and why? You know, it's it's gone back and forth over the years. Me too. I think I started with Leonardo because mm-hmm. he was the most charismatic, <laughs> and by that I meant boring. <laughs> But it was, he was the most boring, so you could put your own personality yeah, over the sure. top. That's put how, your own boring personality, personality on the top, top of there. Him, yeah. Well, even if your personality was boring, it'd be less boring than his. So you just slap <laughs> that on the top there. You're fine. Uh, I think then I went to Donatello because he was the nerdiest one. He's like the least popular. There you go. All right. I'm just saying. Uh, and then like currently, I think it's Raphael. Because he's snarky. Because he's snarky <laughs> and, a, and a, just a rebel like me. I think in that, that turtle, pet turtle power rap I was mentioning, not the vanilla ice one, the one from the original, it yeah. says like, because I re- listened to the whole thing, I think it says Raphael's the leader. Leonardo, Michelangelo, and Donatello make up the team with one other fellow Raphael. He's the leader of the group transformed from the man by the nuclear group. Copyright. Yeah, that's... No, that's, that's, that's some, It's one of those raps that it just tells the story of the movie. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, yeah. like the Men in Black rap, and it's like, and then I did this, and then April O'Neil appeared, and she got mugged, but then she was saved. Like, yeah. it's... That's how I rap, by the way. That's a solid rap, yeah. For me, again, started Leonardo, so I could put my own bland personality on it. Then, because Michelangelo was so hilarious, uh, it yeah, went, yeah. I yeah. went... I went to him. Never liked him. But looking back, yeah, he's real annoying mm-hmm. and kind of dumb. So, <laughs> I went... Then I think, as the years went on, I think I went to Raphael because I was like a real, you know... You're an angry child. Son of a bitch teenager. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's Leonardo. You're back on Leonardo. I'm back on Leonardo. Because you're, yeah. you're reaching... Yeah. Well, I'm looking at it from the perspective as well. If I was a dull any, person, sure. Yeah, exactly. If I was any of these guys, give me two swords. Like, that's... Yeah, okay, that's actually a good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But I uh, know I like him. I like... Mm-hmm. I think he's... I think he's cool. Well, he's not cool. Yeah. But... He's blue, so... Certainly. Yeah. Massive fans of Leonardo out there, email in to tell us how awful we are for calling him boring, <laughs> this fictional character. Villains, though? Any favourite villains? Uh, Baxter Stockman? Ah, uh, yes. Actually, Baxter Stockman when he became Rat Fly. King? Oh, yeah, of course. Ah, uh, yep. He was a great villain in the... He's had a, a race shift over the years as well. Well, he was black originally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then he was white in the in the cartoon because yep. couldn't possibly absolutely <laughs> not. No, 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 sir. But no, he's he's now black again. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. He was a uh, he was a good villain in the in the uh, uh, arcade game. So, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, was then, he a fly or just the guy and just he beat was, him up? He was the fly. <laughs> he was the fly. Uh, and probably the Triceratons. Sure. Because they were sweet. They sure were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there yeah. you go. All right, Mason. Something else. What are we reading? Oh, what are we reading? Yeah. What are we going to read? Yeah, yeah. I'm doing the thing. What are we reading today? All right, you got anything to what we read? Uh, well, I just I just rerouted Superior Spider-Man. That's probably why I mentioned it earlier. Okay, sure. That's pretty good. Uh, I would I would say what what you're going to read. Uh, read some of the old Mirage sure. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comics. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you can find them on Comicsology. You probably can. Uh, you can, They yeah. often bring back. Yeah. They bring, like if something's going to be current again, they bring it back. So I'd, I'd say they're probably all on there. I should reach out to Comicsology for sponsorship. <laughs> nah, it's fine. <laughs> should I? We just send them lots of money for, you know. <laughs> And then mention them all the time. Yeah. But you know what? They do the same business with or without us. That's so, true, exactly. Whatever. Irrelevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, the Superior Spider-Man. I haven't actually finished that run. Did you read all the way through it? Yes. Uh, it's, I think it's a really good run, but... You hate it. Yes. No, it's a really good run, but like the denouement, the, the bit that happens after the act. That's right, fancy word. It's the bit that happens. (laughs) I was going to explain it, but then you gave me that look. It's the bit that happens like after the fight, like the action, like after the action ends and they wrap up all the loose ends. Mm. It's a bit disappointing. Okay. Like it's a bit. Obviously, it's Spider Man, so they have to get him back to the status quo, but the way they do it's a little bit. It's quite quite disappointing, I think, but they had to do it. Yeah, sure. Well, that's that's classic denouement. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I think they, you know, the. The story was excellent and makes up for it, I think. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you reading? Well, Mason, I, I, as you said, go back and look at the Mirage ones. Why not? See where it all started. See how it ties in with the movie. But there's actually... Get the colourised versions. Though, yeah, baby, yes, definitely. Don't, don't waste your time in the black and white. No, no. Don't be a dickhead. Yeah. Um, there's a current run that starts with volume uh, of Ninja Turtles, which starts with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles changes constant. And it is Eastman and Leard. Returning. They're back together. They're back together, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's like six or seven volumes at least for this, and I'm maybe four or five in, uh-huh. and it's a retelling of their origins. Uh-huh. So it's... Uh, it, it's So are they both back, or, or is another writer just... I'm pretty sure they're the both back. Okay, I right. might be wrong. I didn't really look into it, but their name is on the cover. Huh. The art style's... It's kind of reminiscent of the old one, but it's it's more kind of... It's more updated. Uh-huh. It introduces a lot of familiar characters. You, you got, you've also got Krang as well, yep. who's been brought into it. And, uh-huh. And, and, you know, Shredder and whatnot. But the idea is behind it. The, the origin is slightly different. I won't spoil it, but basically... The they're idea, aliens. They're aliens. Surprise! <laughs> no, it's implied that the Ninja Turtles and Splinter and Shredder are reincarnations. So oh, it's kind of okay. like, are they It's really a little mystical as well. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's a little sense. mystical. Okay. And, you know, on paper that... Does I mean hearing that doesn't sound like a great idea uh-huh. necessarily? It sounds but... a little bit like going back to ancient Japan with a magic lamp, sure. <laughs> but I would say it's I mean not that I've really kept up with the comics over the years, but I, I think it's it's a fairly entertaining run. Hmm. So maybe give the first issue a read and see see if you enjoy it and 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 go with it. I think looking at what I've seen from the new movie, uh-huh. I think a lot of the new movie will draw from this that they're experiments in a lab and and whatever whatever. Yeah, yeah. I I think that's the way it's going to go. Hmm. I might be wrong, but. When have I well, ever you, been I was going to say, we've not, neither of us has been, ever been wrong before, so, <laughs> so that'd be yeah. a bit of a turn up for the books, wouldn't it? That's it. So we've got Superior Spider-Man yep. and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles changes constant. Yeah. Teen. Great. Are you going to, we're going to talk about Constantine. We, we should. We, next week. Next whatever. week? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Or, or now, who knows? What well, doesn't matter. Side note. We're at, we're he's bit... not smoking in it. In this, no. In the, and in he's not bisexual. Hmm. Yeah. 
Thanks a lot, Holly Weird. Yeah. Or Holly Normal. Conservative. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen it? Holly Bland. <laughs> Holly Leonardo. <laughs> Have you seen it? No, nah, not yet. Yeah, but anyway. But um, what was I going to say? Uh, Evan J. Davis from New Mexico. Uh, he's the official Nightwing in the Weekly Planet. He's recommended something. I'm lucky. You know, you know how I like to include something sometimes that people sure. say at some point. Uh-huh. Uh, one book he just finished was The Justice League of America of the New 52, which is amazing, telling a story of a slightly dysfunctional team assembled by Steve Trevor and Amanda Waller as a US-supported and Argus-controlled team that was made with the ultimate goal of taking down the Justice League if need be. I heavily recommend it, at least trying the first graphic novel titled The World's Most Dangerous. Mm. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've discovered I've got a little bit of extra time recently, so I'm going to try and catch up on the new 52. Have you been fired? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I killed some people. and <laughs> Fired a podcast? Yeah, you, you'll notice we've been doing this on Skype and I'm in a prison cell. <laughs> that's, pretty much, that's pretty much why. Those noise you hear in the background is a riot. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so I'm going to give... I know I've got a lot to catch up on, but I think I can do it somehow. Sure. All right. Also, I'm going to catch up on Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to hand that over to you, and you're going to love it, probably. And then you're going to want to talk about it. I'm going to be like, nope. Too late. (laughs) Missed that window of discussion. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Letters. Byron, the official rocket racer, he says, cheers for reading my email out on the show. He was the one who met Stan Lee. Remember that? We talked about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, my meeting with Stan was a little more brief than I'd hoped, although still a special moment. So short and sweet was the option. I went simply with, uh, I told him it was a legend and thank you. Then what did Stan Lee say? <laughs> what did he say? We don't know. Well, email no, back. Email back. Okay, cool. That's, that's good. Short and sweet. Yep. Which is, yeah, yeah. He's got a lot of, yeah. All he's right. got a lot of golf to play. Now, I apologize. That's it, exactly. I apologize to uh, the person who's who sent me this, but they have, they've organized a Batman-themed um, Baby shower. Baby shower, that's it. Now, it's called Gotham Re- Reckoning, a Batman Day Party. And it's this Wednesday, the 23rd of are July. Are we invited? No, we're not invited because oh. it's in... Oh, we are, but it's in uh, Leeds. Oh, it's in, sure. It's in Enjoy Art Space, Unit 2264, Mabgate something in Leeds. If you go on Facebook and go uh, and and type in Gotham's Reckoning, a Batman Day Party, it's like a like a party where there's 86 guests going minimum, so you're not going to be murdered, probably. Uh-huh. I cannot guarantee that. Absolutely not. But, you know, maybe you, you can... Yeah, drop it on that if you're in Leeds. We're in the immediate Leeds area. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're British, aren't we? So we, so we can probably, yeah. <laughs> oh, we New York. Stuff to say. Forget about it. Governor. Nice. <laughs> Joseph Qui... So, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't remember who sent me that. I looked for the email on the Twitter. I couldn't remember where I got it from. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joseph... Uh, Daniel Joseph Quiros has written in. A question about Australians doing American ass- accents and vice versa. I do a lot of theatre, so I'm always interested me uh, when you guys talk about it. What are some notoriously bad, or sorry, notably bad American accents? Uh, sorry, Americans doing accents by Aussies. Americans accents by Australians. Oh, uh, sorry. Jack Thompson and Broken Arrow? Yep, that's Terrible. a good one. Sure. Uh, what, give me another. Well, he's got a couple here. He goes, specifically, how do you rank Hugh Jackman? He's, got, he's, he's quite solid. Yeah. He's good. Sometimes, I think in X-Men 3, it's noticeable in parts. Uh-huh. Maybe yeah. that's just me. And uh, yeah, I'd say solid as well. What about Sam Worthington? No, he's one of the worst. Yeah. In and, <laughs> in and out. To- uh, he can do it though. Yeah. But I, I don't know. It's just but it's bit... weird, like the Terminator Salvation, in and out. Like, how many takes must they have done? And that was the best one yeah, in yeah. a lot of cases. And he's just, no. Yeah. Worst. Likewise, what are your thoughts on Americans doing Australian accents? For example, Robert Downey Jr., Natural Born Killers, and Tropic Thunder. Are there any standout good or bad ones? 
Well, the Pacific Rim was mentioned. They're the absolute worst. Aren't they British? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Helena Bonham Carter does a good Australian accent. She's in a movie with Guy Pearce, and it's like dead on. Uh-huh. Daniel Radcliffe does one. I think it's called December Boys. Yep. Uh huh. And he's he's dead on. Mm-hmm. It's generally British do it better, but Val Kilmer does one in The Saint briefly, uh-huh. and it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And Robert Downey Jr.'s I think is pretty solid. It's yeah, not yeah. flawless, but it's pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. And there's there's little of it. There's little enough of it that yeah, you know, he gets away with it. He I does. Think. Yeah. Think yeah. of any other worst or best ones. Paul Hogan. He's pretty bad. <laughs> As a human being. Yeah. Cool. All right. This is from Callum. Oh, Mel Gibson. Oh, yeah. That's a mess. Let's not talk about no, it. He can do... He, if you watch like Gallipoli, he, he, yeah, yeah. he can do an Australian accent. Oh, he could. I don't right. know if he could now. Uh-huh. Mm. Doesn't use that much though, does he? No. Because he's not bloody Australian. That's right. Uh, this is from Callum. Hello, me again, the official panda of comic book movie news. So I was wondering if I could get a shout out because... I was in a terrible storm that my town was hit with recently and it did a lot of damage. It was pretty da- bad knocking down trees left and right and our own tree fell in my pool. So that was fun. Doesn't sound fun. Not at all. Unless mm. it's using it in some sort of rafting scenario. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. But the worst thing that happened was there was a citywide blackout shutting everything down. I didn't have power for a week and I probably would have gone crazy with cabin fever except I had your podcast to listen to. So thank you for that. Hey, no worries. Yeah. I mean, Shout out to this guy. <laughs> Assuming he did some looting. If you did some looting, you get a shout-out. If not, I'm taking it back. <laughs> uh, he said he, his iPhone d- did die, though, in the process of. But he was wondering if he could uh, get a shout-out for surviving A, the weather, B, the insanity, and C, the writing and looting. No, I had... <laughs> <laughs> and also, when he finally get, got power back and he listened to the podcast last week and he heard his email getting mentioned that he made up for it not having power for a week, I seriously think I enjoyed that way more than I could have, than I should have. Sincerely, Callum. You're welcome, Callum. Absolutely. We're glad you're not dead. And please hide all that loot that you've plundered. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. All those gold bars from the local bank. <laughs> That's it. Any question? Ah, oh, this is from Blaze Tianko Thomas. Great name. Great name. Uh, question for you guys. Do you have any favourite sidekicks? Uh, Dick Grayson Robin. Sure, yeah, me too. Actually, you know what? Tim Drake Robin as well. Oh, yeah, cool, yeah. Mm. What about um the other one? Jason Todd Robin, yeah. not so much. <laughs> no, he was designed to be annoying, though, He I sure think, was. And unpleasant. Succeeded? So, Success? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. People did vote to have him killed, so... <laughs> <laughs> they he barely barely though yeah like it was a couple of votes either way yeah. but you know what I reckon they could have rigged that yeah I mean because then to know, you get exactly. people, yeah, you yeah, get yeah. people yeah. writing in these days online poll that's you it you can still rig it still, yeah absolutely uh, who's a good sidekick I know Nightwing's not a, not a sidekick but I, I yeah like you mentioned that I whole like... that whole era yeah I'm oh, sorry, that whole... Dick Grayson as a whole, I think, is a great character. Yeah. He's got a new solo series, didn't he? Yeah, he know? does. Grayson, where he's, where he's an agent. He's an agent of Spiral, which is sort of a DC spy agency, like Checkmate or whatever. You know, it's, it's pretty I'm not fun. sure that I'm, I'm, I'm into I read the first issue. It's pretty fun. Does he shoot people? Uh, yeah, not really. Does he use non-lethal force? Yes. Nunchucks? No, never <laughs> Never nunchucks. You said non-lethal force. <laughs> Nunchucks are lethal all the time. Eight pounds of pressure or something. something. Right on your balls. Right on your balls. What is, what, give me some other good sidekicks. Uh, Arrow's sidekick. Roy Harper, yep. Arsenal. Bucky. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of the best sidekicks develop into their own characters. Yes, that's true. Yeah, I think Bucky... I think Bucky has become a great... He's become a great sidekick retroactively. Yeah, yeah. Like, back in the day, he wouldn't have been, because he was just, mm. hey, Cap, let's go and blah, 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 support the troops, whatever. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Mm. Can't think of anyone else off the top of my head. Superman's got a sidekick, doesn't he? Nope. That cape. Oh, yeah. Does that count? I, I He's really, got a dog. I really, enjoy, I really enjoy Jimmy Olsen. He's not really a sidekick, technically. Yeah. 
he's more of a mascot or something. He's, he's Superman's pal, but I I remember you saying he's you seen like some stuff. How they've they've cooled him up. <laughs> yeah, he's stuff. he's been cooled up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. No longer sweater vest and bow ties. Well, he's, he is, but it's cool. Yeah, he's kind of cool now. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Also, and on the Marvel side, you have Rick Jones. Yeah, who's sort of who's sort of flitted in and out of the Marvel universe. I'm you Rick know. Jones, bitch. Yeah, that's the one. No, he was he is the kid. You know, in the Hulk's origin. The, the Bruce Banner sees like a kid in a car yeah. like driving in the bomb test site and he goes out to rescue the kid and that's oh, why he's okay. caught in the blast. That kid's Rick Jones and he's been everywhere, man. He's had Hulk powers. Uh, he he um, he was Captain Marvel for a while mm. or the guy that Captain Marvel's alter ego. He's been all over the place. Sure. Got in, got in all sorts of crazy scrapes. All right. It's good good character. Is he better than... Jimmy Olsen? Yeah. I would like <laughs> to see very much... A, some sort of maybe a limited series or a one shot where Rick Jones and Jimmy Olsen have to team up to save both universes. I think that would be Absolutely. great. If anybody from DC and or Marvel or Amalgam, the, the universe that was created when they combined, if any of you guys are out there, make that series. Also one where Alfred the butler and Jarvis the butler team up. <laughs> Robot or human? Human. Good. Uh, and, or maybe it's just a butlering convention. Who knows? <laughs> sure. And they're the original odd couple. They certainly are, because yeah. they're both uptight and British. Correct. All right. Uh, I was. I know that's not the odd couple. I just, yeah. I just wanted to make that clear. Uh, also, I was wondering if I could get a shout-out. Blazer's turning tw- uh, 20 on the 21st, uh, and he will no longer be a teenager, so I suppose that's something to celebrate. It is. Congratulations for not dying between now and when you were born. Shout-out. It's an achievement. It is, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's... It's rough it's, out there. It's a weird kind of transition when you go from teenager to, like, 20, because there's no real change. Like, but, you know, age something. Correct. Yeah. Age ain't nothing but the number. You know it. Yeah. You bloody know it. That's what R. Kelly wrote for that Aaliyah, so he could marry her when she was 15 or whatever it was. Let's not talk about it. Edit this out. You brought Leave it up. It <laughs> <laughs> All right. Happy birthday, Blaze. Have a good one, man. Have a bloody great one. All right, this is from Jason D. DeLange. In one of your early podcasts, you mentioned a series about Magneto Origins, but explained to me uh, that it was uh, more so about the Holocaust and Magneto just happens to be there. Uh, You wanted to know the name of that, and it is Mason, X-Men Magneto Testament. There you go. Well worth a read, like I said at the time. Very grim, though. Also, he loves the show. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't change a thing. That's nice. Mm. Should we change anything? We should change... Pretty much almost. We should reboot at some point. Sure. We should either go grim and we should go grim and gritty for a while. Yeah. yeah. And then we should reboot so we're super colourful again. Absolutely. After like a couple of months. I also want to know uh, how I can get in touch with the Australian humanitarian effort that you guys mentioned in Africa. I'd like to get involved in that. You should tweet uh, that. I will put it on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, I will. Um, the uh, it's called Food Water Shelter. Mm-hmm. If you go to foodwatershelter.org.au, it's an organisation I did a little bit of work with a few years ago. It's great. They basically for those people, and I appreciate. What a nice guy for writing in for this, for asking about it. So, because I know people don't really care about this stuff. But yeah, they, they it's basically like a, it's an eco farm slash kind of orphanage slash school slash kind of, uh, it's like a refuge kind of center uh-huh. for, for mothers who don't have husbands who, and then they adopt other kids into their families or whatever. It's a great place. And yeah, foodwatershelter.org.au. If you're going to give any money, Mason, give it to that. Or me. I don't have any money on Give me, me some money. All right, fine, God. <laughs> So yeah, thanks Jason. Hope all all is well in your world. Absolutely. Bloody legend. All right, this is a question for you Mason. I'm ready. From I'm Matt. never ready. Whenever there's a question I'm always I'm always shaking my boots. I'll this is from what. Matt Von Diem, uh-huh. the official Matt Von Diem of the show. Oh, he's nailed that. Well, yeah. Get in get in quick. Got him for you, yeah. yeah. Question for Mason. 
Are you, I think you've answered this before. Are you actually Mason? If so, do you give Mason as your surname so people won't think that you're actually a Mason? Because I think you are one now. Yeah. If not, why not? I've heard good things. Are you a Mason? No. What do they do? But if I was, I'd say no anyway, wouldn't I? True. Yeah. What are they about? I mean, you don't know, obviously. Wink. Yeah, exactly. No, I get it. Nice. Ah, <laughs> uh, look, they're mostly about secret handshakes, I think. Sure. At this point, it's mostly secret yeah, handshakes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that Stonecutter episode of The Simpsons. That's a pretty good one. That's pretty accurate, yeah, isn't yeah. it? We're mostly about reviving Steve Gutenberg's <laughs> career over and over again. Question for James. Why don't you check your Twitter more? This He's got a good point. I tweeted at you a stupid goat hand solo thing about flying around in the universe, macking hot birds, but you didn't notice, so then I withdrew it because I figured it wasn't funny enough. You bloody comedy snob. That is funny, and yeah, I apologize pretty, yeah. that I didn't see. I'm not good on Twitter. I, I Neither am I. We're yeah. terrible on Twitter. So I'm, I'm sorry, because I just... I have no, I have no excuse. Of all things I do, Twitter definitely falls down the wayside. It's like the lowest priority. But I do check it. I do read all the tweets. Yeah, yeah. And I try to get back to as many as I can. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we've talked about this before. They back up. Sometimes. They back up, and a lot. This happens to me on Facebook as well when it's somebody's birthday. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's this guy's birthday. I love this guy. I'm gonna say something real funny. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I can't think of anything right now. I'll think on it, and then later in the day, I'll, I'll bust out a real zinger on him. Yeah. And then. Like a year rolls around. A year rolls around, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I forgot. So yeah, that's usually what happens. I'm like, I should. This was a good comment, or this is a good tweet, or whatever. I'll get back to this in a funny way, and then I can't think of anything in a minute. The brain doesn't work all that well most of the time. You don't just want to throw up a happy birthday, do you? Like you want to make it notable. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You're talking about the birthday thing or the Twitter thing? Both of those things. Or both of those things. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she just respond with happy birthday to every tweet that I get now. <laughs> Sorry, I think I threw you off track there because when I said that, you were like, what? <laughs> yeah. So thanks, Matt. And I'm sorry that I insulted you by not reading the thing or whatever. But that's a good answer because if best. you were Goat Hand Solo, you could mac on Hot Birds because you're bloody Hand Solo. <laughs> All right. Remember last week we talked about Alan Moore? Nope. And how he refused to sign that copy of Watch Oh, Moon. yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> now, I've got a follow-up email for that from Jack C. Great. So further to the Alan Moore story, he lives in a terrace house. And it has oak windows instead of UPC. It's painted dark green and has weird patterns and gargoyles on it. Ooh, we can probably find it on Google Earth I now. Hope so. Also, when you walk past and the windows are open, uh, you know, and you know to quote Robert De Niro in Meet the Parents. I haven't seen it. Or is that Meet the Fockers? I don't know. He's puffing the magic dragon. Oh. Is it like a sex act? No, he's... <laughs> I know what it is. Okay. When my uncle asked him to sign his book, he said he was obsessed with how bad with how bad capitalism was, and he thought my uncle was going to sell it. Also, he looks like Hagrid. All of those oh, things sound true. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, that's great. Uh, I'm glad he's he's like real life. Like, I would like to hear more Alan Moore stories. If anybody too. has any crazy comic creator stories, I'd I got like a, to hear those. I got a few more, Mason. Okay, I'm not ready. necessarily crazy. Some nice ones as well. Uh, this is from uh, the official Big B Wolf of the Weekly Planet podcast, Luke. In the 14th of July podcast, you asked to send stories in. Uh, I was in Glasgow, Scotland, Comic-Con, where I was going to a small signing with the writer-artist Alan Grant. Oh, yep, sure. He does uh, Judge Dredd and Batman mm-hmm. stuff, and he saved those kids from Jurassic Park that time. Yep. <laughs> opened, opened the door. F- uh, so he, Alan Grant opened the door for me. I was holding a copy of Batman Judge Dredd and awkwardly staring at him, and I said... I assume the original. Yes. Yeah, okay, I good. I presume so, yeah. The best one. I recognize you. What have you done? And he pointed to the book, and he said, That! And I squealed and got him to sign it. It's pretty That's good. It's pretty great. That is yeah, good. Yeah. Have you read that one? Yes, it's great. i got to read that. So mm-hmm. yeah. And he also says, love the show. Crazy uh, art by this guy, Steve Bisley, who's like, does like, you know, the heavy metal magazine. Yeah, he's the, the best in the Bisley. Yeah, I don't yeah. know him. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. Is it from like the early 90s or something? Yeah, around right about then. 
Yeah, we've said the 90s a lot in this episode. If you're doing that drinking game, you're probably dead. <laughs> yep. Sorry. This is from uh, Tim Verzino. He's 14 years old and he's on a lo- uh, long road trip and have been listening to your podcast for main source of entertainment. Oh boy. <laughs> but good on you. <laughs> I just uh, listened to episode 27 of your podcast and I heard you mention Archie the comic and I thought I'd let you know that my grandfather's uncle, Al... Do you know how to say his name? Al Fagley? Why not? He created Archie. There you go. Yeah, yeah. He also did some early Human Torch comics. And then later on, you mentioned uh, Meryl Streep, who was my grandfather's cousin's wife. I thought it would be fun to le- uh, fun for you guys at the Weekly Planet to know this. We have no way of confirming that, but that is fun. That is some solid familial Do you have any there. that sweet Archie money? That's what we really want to know. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> any, of that, any of that sweet big moose, that's what they call it. <laughs> Money from Archie. There's some Archie stuff coming. Like they're um. There's like dead Archie or something. Yeah, Archie's gonna die soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the in life with Archie, which is. And there's those four Archie impersonators, which they take over. There we go. <laughs> He's on fire. You bloody dullards. Yeah. Also, um, they're revamping the Archie superheroes again. Yeah. So okay. Cool. Fingers crossed that might be great. You're, or you're, terrible. Who you're knows? an Archie kind of. You like the Archie. Oh, I, I read a lot of Archie back in the day. Cool. Yeah. I, I never. I never read any Archie. Well. Yeah. But you would recommend it. All yeah, of us. Yeah. Great. You know, there's a, there's a Phantom comic. Especially those Meryl Streep guest appearances. They make no sense, but it's great. Just great. They're in there. But now it all makes sense. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> you know, there's a Phantom. You know, the Phantom. I know the there's Phantom. There's a comic running that runs in the uh, one of our Melbourne newspapers uh-huh. where it's basically, it's an ongoing Phantom story, but it's like one or two panels a day. Sure, yeah. It's because in- the first panel is a recap of the previous day. <laughs> and then there's like one panel of like new stuff. And then it's like, what's going to happen next? episode yeah <laughs> it's impossible to catch up with right right but i love doing it to people i like pretending it's a joke and be like check this one out this is a good <laughs> one and then like, just... wait for the punchline yeah <laughs> it's great back in the day they used to serialize the batman comic strip in those and i would cut them out and i'd put them in a scrap oh right really yeah, yeah, yeah. i used to do that with garfield well i don't think it was serialized though yeah anyway have you still got those? No. Probably worth a sweet packet, Mason. No, I probably absolutely a, not. Probably got a long box full of them. Absolutely. I could make some sweet big moose off them. <laughs> last question. The last email, Mason. Anthony B says, talk about the Halo TV show. Well, that's not exactly what he said, but he wants us to talk about it. Do you know anything about the Halo TV show? Nope. Steven I know there's going to be one. Uh, is, is involved in it as producer. Who's that, sorry? Steven Spielberg. There you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be live action. It is, yeah. I'm very interested to see how this turns out. I haven't played a lot of the Halo games, and we'll probably do an episode on like video game movies and maybe upcoming video game uh-huh. movies, but or TV shows or whatever because it's a TV show. But I'm, it's, I'm, it sounds like a very kind of expanding kind of band of brothers in space. Yeah, exactly. If they mm. could pull it off, it'd be pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. Is it just going to be called Halo? I, I, I believe so. Oh, actually, it might not be. I've got here Halo TV show. Okay, right. I hope it's called Halo TV show. Yeah, yeah. So sorry, Anthony. We're not exactly. Um, we're not. Uh, we're not up no, with it or not. with it at all. No, really. Yeah. No, yeah. we're the Stanley of the podcasting world. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. P.S. In your last podcast, you you asked for funny anecdotes about run-ins with celebrities. Oh, here we go. And I have a great one. My friend and I happened upon Morgan Freeman at a local restaurant. Here we go. And upon introducing myself to him, he told me, and I quote. Son, you're tall as shit. <laughs> Yay! That's so good. It was glorious. So, yeah, there you go. Oh, I missed one as well. Sorry. This is from Seth Zielinski, mm-hmm. who said some very nice emails before. He said when he was 12, him and his brother uh, went to a comic book movie convention where several celebrities were doing signings, including uh, Warwick Davis and Kenny Baker. Oh, sure. Right? 
Why I was in line to meet uh, the Wicket and Willow actor Warwick Davis, who started to feel faint, and he briefly lost consciousness while in the line, having and passed... he woke up being mugged by Kenny Baker <laughs> <laughs> with one of those little R two D two robot arms, <laughs> or he sawed into him and took out yep. his kidney. Yep. Yeah, uh, having passed out due to dehydration, I awoke in a chair beside Warwick Davis with my brother and Mr. Davis's wife tending to me, giving me water and so on. She helped help care of me until I could get back on my feet and leave, giving me a bottle of water to take with me. A very sweet woman, married to a wonderful actor. My brother held on to the bottle of water, labelling it as, I'm not sure I approve of this, <laughs> mystical midget water, do not touch. Appropriate? Look, it, were different, it was different times It sure then. was, exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. I wouldn't say that now. But uh, it's yeah. still in my fridge 15 years later. My fiancé desperately wants me to throw it out before we move in together. Don't do it. Yeah, break up with her first, <laughs> certainly. You got that sweet magic water. Mm. What else do you need? Absolutely. That'll get you another girl. Um, so, yeah, thanks, thanks, guys. Wonderful podcast again. So, yeah, he's, do you remember, if you remember, I might have mentioned this. He's the official pre-serum Steve Rogers. Oh, I remember that, yeah. Captain America. What a bloody legend. Great stories. If anyone has anything to comment or write about... Uh, I had a lot of um, emails this week, so I'll probably only restricted to like two or three next week. Okay, so, cool. But yeah, yeah. Because I was... You're the boss. Am I? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mason. Anything to add before we... That's about it, I think. Any Twitter comments? Um... That Morgan Freeman story was pretty good. I think that's pretty... That's the, that is the high <laughs> watermark at this point, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, we're good. All right, cool, cool. I've got a, a video coming out on Sunday. I'll be out on the best. Who's the best Avenger, Mason? Oh, actually, somebody somebody sent me a uh, a little picture. It's Weekend at Stan Lee's in the style of Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> and it's it. got Joss Whedon and... Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's that from? Uh, oh, boy. That is from uh, Ethan. Thanks, Ethan. Listen to Ethan. Uh, at Edit Render. Thanks, Edit Render. It's yeah, pretty great. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty great. So, yeah, as I mentioned, Mason, next week, Comic-Con... Mm. Big news. Big, big oh, it's going to be the biggest news. And depending on how big it is, uh, Hercules, maybe. Oh, yeah, sure. Maybe briefly. But with any luck, if there's any good news at all, we won't have to do that. <laughs> but he's an okay backup plan, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, uh, I've got a review of it coming out this week, maybe Wednesday. I'll cool. see, see how I go. Excited for it? Hang on, which one? Comic-Con or the other thing? Both. Yes. Which you were more excited for? Comic-Con? <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Sure. Uh, thank you to the Gabriel Bruton and Joseph Lisk for the theme song. Oh, Bruton the Basilisk. Legends. Can you knock it out of the park every time? Where do you think if people wanted to reach us, Mason, they could? Smoke signals? Right? Yeah. That's how we do it now? We're always keeping an eye on the horizon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they can find us uh, at Weekly Planet Pod, at Weekly Planet Pod, <laughs> at Gmail, Twitter, and Facebook. Yeah. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. It sure is. And mm. I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies on Facebook, Gmail. No, sorry. Yeah, I am there. Facebook and YouTube, just and Twitter, just wherever. Just type it in. You'll find something, yeah. maybe. Mm. Wow, Mason. Nearly a two-hour show, I think. <whistles> wow. Well, we've only got ourselves to blame. Yes, we do. See you next week, folks. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.